Disobedient, my little deviant. Together we will find the right ingredient. We will stir the goop that is the horror soup. And the last thing you will find is a spaghetti hoop. There's eyes and flies and anything that dies. There's a nasty surprise in every which hobo is best brother but i would say after going through what i did today that the best type of hobo is without a doubt a canadian produced movie with lothos from buffy the vampire slayer 1992 as a hobo you did it is that one better yeah Any, anytime anytime you can't do something you just need to inject a little bit of hulk hogan in there you know it's it's the one that's like it feels most comfortable for me <laughs> 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 so yeah guys i'm caleb i have james here from night shift video 13 nsv 13 it is uh uh 13 yo what's up <laughs> i'll suck your blood extraordinaire jimothy hudson wait we have here okay before we get into the sludge and blood that is hobo with a shotgun i would like to thank a few patreon donors starting with steph caitlin rusk and whitney thomas tomas i'm gonna call it what if it's tomas tomas uh, <laughs> you have a lot of tomas <laughs> i really hope whitney i hope you don't like have any like like any issues like with how <laughs> your toe is and we didn't just attack you personally with like what if this is like their one insecurity they're like oh you know what i'm fine with everything but i really just can't stand just my, my, my slightly mass. oversized toes <laughs> my t the mass of my toe <laughs> Well, Whitney, we're here for you. We're here for your toe. Thank you, everyone. You guys are awesome. Um, December's movie poll has officially ended, and the winner is... What? I mean, do I really have to fucking say it? You guys picked an M. Night Shyamalan movie. Ooh. This is... There's really, like, uh, a pattern that, like, has been going on for years now with my listenership where it's either you're going to pick, like, I'm going to say, don't pick zombies, and you're going to be like, here's a fucking zombie movie, like when the pick a movie started. And then I was like, okay, here's some polls. What movies you guys want to do? I tried to put everything in there beside Amityville with Kim because that was the deal, and they were like, right. Kim, I'm taking you down, buddy. <laughs> and it destroyed the polls for a while because everything was just Amityville. I was like, there's no point. There's no point. Like, you guys are going to pick Amityville. Right. There's no point on these polls. I bring it back, and now somehow, with every category I've 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 put up so far, I know it's only been two, so like it's not like the the percentage, you know, it's not like the numbers are crazy high, but sure, but a hundred percent is still a hundred percent. Yeah, 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 it's a hundred percent Shyamalan. <laughs> like, I feel like somehow with every single poll I put up, someone's gonna find a way to stick a Shyamalan. That's going to be the thing now. You're just, all the Patreon picks are going to be Shyamalan movies. 
Look, I will say, guys, it's it's pretty funny. <laughs> but we, you did go from like what's probably the best Shyamalan movie to what's going to be the worst Shyamalan movie. Dude, the happening is fucking funny. Like, <laughs> I I'm not even mad about the happening because I'm like, you know what? At least like the 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 theme was like the worst horror movie you've ever seen, and that's fine. This could have went a very different route. This could have went like a very painful route or something. That's true. I'm I'm fine with watching the happening. Honestly, like. I know what I'm getting into. It's not like I'm expecting something else. I mean, I watched the best version of The Happening today with something else you made me watch, so. Uh, That's very true. We're going to talk about that. Like, It's only going to take a couple minutes for us to get into that. (laughs) But anyway, what I'm trying to say is you you guys picked The Happening. I'm not surprised. It wasn't a fair fight. The Happening destroyed everything else. Like, nothing else. Nothing even stood a chance. No. Not a single thing. They got destroyed. It was like 70% the happening and like 10% on the other things, like at most. Just shows you how many people hate that movie. Yeah, I guess so. But I don't know. I feel like the, the happening gets a bad rap. Oh, we'll talk about it later. I'm going to piss people off. Um. Anyway, if you want to help decide what movie we discuss after that, go to patreon.com slash horse soup next month. I'm going to do werewolf movies. I want to see what you guys have to pick for werewolf. I don't know if yeah. they can go Shyamalan with that. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think there's an option. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they'll find mm. some way. So you could, you could kind of say the village. Oh, God. No, I, 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 I'm i disqualifying it. It's not, <laughs> there isn't. It's not about fucking werewolves. Look, if you give me a really good explanation why a Shyamalan movie is a werewolf movie, I'll toss it. I want to. I want to see. I want to see full ass research papers on this. Yeah, like a dissertation. <laughs> exactly. I want you to have like your fucking uh, PowerPoint ready. I want you to have a little button clicker and everything. <laughs> I want you to like rent out an auditorium. There you go. But yeah, may- maybe it'll be Shyamalan next month. But werewolf, werewolf. So submissions for the new theme. It'll be a. It'll be available. I think by the time this episode is out, if not the day after, somewhere around that. I think the. I, I don't even think the poll's over right now, but it's like already there's sure. no chance. Yeah. There's no chance. So if by like some miracle everyone just switches up and like goes crazy on a different one before this, maybe I'll take an audible, but um <laughs> the happening is destroying it. It's gonna end with like eighty percent. Anyway, this movie, Hobo with a shotgun, twenty eleven. Yeah, twenty eleven. It's filled with clever jokes. I, I love that newspaper article with a picture of said hobo with a shotgun that reads, Hobo stops begging, demands change. Demands change, yeah. <laughs> like, this movie is very clever. Mm-hmm. It's very fun. You know, you know, um, change is good. Change is good. Rutger Hauer. That's how you pronounce his first name, right? Or is it Rutger? Yeah, yeah Rutger. Is it I like think. root? Is it like roots? Kind of like, you know, Treevenge? I, I don't think it has anything to do with Roots. I don't think so. Okay. okay. I could be well, wrong. I, I definitely could be wrong. Well, first off, I do want to start off by saying rest in peace, because I actually didn't know this, but he died two years ago. Oh, wow. Bummer, man. I didn't know that. July 19th of 2019. Wow. Really cool actor. Um, We talked about him pretty recently when we did the Buffy the Vampire Slayer movie. He was right. arguably one of the best if not the best character in that movie, right alongside Pee Wee Herman. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. And um, this is an interesting film. This is a Patreon pick. This was from Jacob Castilla Gonzalez, and they actually, we read a review from them before 
and they were like, hey, you got to cover a hobo with a shotgun. It seems like something up your alley. And we talked about it, and I was like, okay, yeah, I think I'm going to have to check that out pretty soon. Like, I put it on, like, the 31 days of October and blah, 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 but I didn't get around to it. And I was like, okay, I'm going to watch it soon. But then they went on Patreon, and they requested it, and I was like, okay, like, there's already so much background to this that we're doing that. Like, that's the one I'm picking. Yeah, I mean, I've seen a lot of stuff about this movie, but I've never watched it. I mean, I've seen the cover. I've seen the blu-ray like at like festivals like swap meets and stuff i've seen i think i've even seen like an action figure of the hobo with a shotgun i don't think it was really i don't think it was a NECA. i think it was like a custom that someone made but like i came into this thinking that it was like a 70s cult movie like i thought this was actually an old movie every time i saw the cover for it and uh like a few other things or i just saw the name I got street trash vibes from it, and I yeah. thought it was like something along those lines, or like that era. I would say it's along those lines, but like I thought it yeah, was like for sure. from around that time, like maybe like an '80s kind of thing, or like yeah, like you said, like maybe like an older, just kind of rugged, weird '70s flick. Yeah, I really did. So I mean, obviously they went after that aesthetic, and they fucking nailed it. Because until I saw it was made in 2011, I thought it was like a '70s '80s movie. Like, did you look that up after you already started watching it, or what? Uh, just when I googled it to to like go watch it, and then like, oh, okay, okay. and then it had the year on there. I think on Vudu it had the year. I was like, oh shit, this isn't what I thought it was. <laughs> Aside from Rucker Howard, though, there's another really cool person. In this does not last very long, but the movie opens with Rob Wells, which is Ricky from Trailer Park right. Boys. For those I, who don't know, I knew um, you'd be so excited about that. <laughs> I'm going to talk about Trailer Park Boys a lot in this episode. I'm just going to go ahead and get that out of the way. I'm going to be comparing a lot of things to Trailer Park Boys. I'm going to be just referencing <laughs> characters and whatnot so a lot. This, this Year Dead Productions, are they involved with Trailer Park Boys at all? Because so, some of those guys are in Treevenge too, right? Yes. The star of Treevenge is J-Rock. Right. Which is arguably uh, the greatest person um, ever. <laughs> And um, Trailer Park Boys. But yeah, the producers in this too, the people that distributed this were uh, Alliance Films, and they are the same people who distributed Trailer Park Boys. And gotcha. I think there's probably some, I don't know if there are other production people involved with this as well, because obviously there's a bunch of other shit going to it. Sure. Um, I don't know who else is involved with Trailer Park Boys too. I know some people involved with this weren't, some were, but definitely Alliance is like huge. They're the yeah. ones that have been distributing that. And there's a lot of people involved in that in Trailer Park Boys on this too. A lot aside from uh, Rob Wells, I don't remember her actress's name. I think her name is Sarah in real life too, actually. But the chick that plays Sarah, who just I'm not going to get into her character, but if you watch Trailer Park Boys, you know who she is. The chick that plays Sarah, she is also I don't know if she's a producer on this, but I think she might have been a she might have even been like a makeup artist or something like that. But I was watching oh, okay. the making of, and she was all up in it. But I just yeah. kind of forgot who she said she was, or I didn't catch it. Yeah, I mean that. I guess that world of canadian like offbeat genre filmmaking can't be too huge right so like some some of those people are going to cross paths well <laughs> they are like one of the biggest canadian distributors for sure and trailer park boys even though it might seem like a cult kind of small thing to some people trailer park boys is fucking huge no i i mean i mean like i mean like there's not going to be like Three or four alliances in Canada. Like, oh, there's only yeah, yeah, yeah. Be got one. you, got you. So, like, yeah. they're gonna cross pollinate sometimes. Yeah, for sure. And I think, yeah. well, I think what it comes down to also is that a lot of people involved with Trailer Park Boys, I just see them in a lot of stuff. And anything that really is like involving them, I think you could just put someone from Trailer Park Boys in, and someone like me or someone like Bree or like you know, in that. Anytime we see them, 
yeah. we're gonna fall in love. We're gonna be into it immediately. Yeah. So I feel like they're they're kind of just money, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's kind of like it's kind of like the South Park of Canadian live action. Like, just if you throw you know Trey Parker, or Matt Stone, and something like everyone's gonna notice. If you throw one of these guys in something, everyone's gonna notice. Yeah, it, for sure. I mean, I, I would agree with that. <laughs> it's like the Trailer Park Boys. I mean, it's the it's the Trailer Park South Park Boys, basically. <laughs> Trailer South Park Boys. Trailer South Park Boys. It's not a tongue twister at all. And that that didn't just fuck up my next ten sentences after that. Um, <laughs> okay, so Hobo with a Shotgun was written by John Davies, and I think Davies is a funny name. Like that's very Canadian of him to just have something that sounds like a kid's nickname. It's a Davies sounds very piratey to me, like like Davy Jones Locker. It sounds like when you're like asking your, your your parent if you can like if you can have permission to go hang out with like to go to Davy's house. You're like, can I go to Davy's house? You know, <laughs> I'm gonna go hang out with the Davy's boys. Hell Davies, no, Davy's Park boys. Hell no. <laughs> um, and John Eisner, he directed um, Trailer Park Boys live at the North Pole, and he seems to be in good standing oh, with okay. the rest of the Trailer Park Boys cast. That must be after this too, because. When I watched the making of, he pretty much just said, like, yeah, Alliance just kind of, like, came to us and was like, hey, we kind of want to make that movie. Because the background of this, some people might know, and especially if you are a, like, Canadian native and you saw Grindhouse in theaters, you may have seen this trailer along with the other fake trailers with Grindhouse. Oh, really? Yes. That's Planet Terror, Death Proof. This was one of the trailers in it, but... This was technically, there's four trailers in Grindhouse. There's like, uh, there's Don't, there's Thanksgiving, there's mm -hmm. um, Werewolves of the SS, right. and then there's Machete. Right. Machete, of course. And um, this is the fifth trailer. This one of, like a, like a it was like a, a submission kind of thing. I think Robert oh. Rodriguez was hosting it, and he was like, send in some submissions, and we might put in like Death Proof or like something like that. Gotcha. This one... It got a lot of traction on YouTube, and then it ended up being the fifth trailer, but it was only in, like, select theaters in Canada. So if yeah. you were at one of those theaters and you saw Grindhouse, you might have seen this. That makes me appreciate this even more. I like, yeah, I like knowing that information. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. This was, uh, well, Machete, obviously, was a movie that was made off of those fake trailers, right. and Werewolf of the SS has been discussed being made, uh, mm -hmm. Thanksgiving has been discussed being made by Eli Roth, like, pretty heavily, and I'm still pissed that I haven't seen that. I need to right. see that movie how is that not? Yeah, make the fucking movie, Eli. <laughs> you think we're not all waiting for Thanksgiving? We don't need another season of history or of horror. Give us fucking Thanksgiving. Dude, I don't need, like, look, I do need other things from you, Eli, but... Thanksgiving is definitely the most important thing I need from you. Top of the list. And cast it's... yourself as the pilgrim. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> Easily. Cast yourself, Eli, please. Just just do it for the people. Come on. Like just do it already. <laughs> but anyway, um Machete was made. Machete Kills was made later. Right. This is the only other movie out of all the other fake trailers that has been made. I don't think any talk has been made about making Don't, but I would like Don't to be made. But I don't know how that would work as an actual movie. But yeah, that, the trailer's great. Yeah, that trailer's really just like a parody of trailers rather than like being an actual movie. Well, yeah, there's no dialogue or anything in it. It's just people yeah. looking at each other and then Don't. Don't. Don't see this movie. <laughs> I, look, I want to see don't, but I just don't know how you're going to do it. You I can't. don't. You can't see it. Don't see it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's how this was made. Um, 
Hey, do you know where this was filmed? Where was this filmed, James? Oh, I don't actually know, but you had sent me that video of Gary, Indiana, and this looks a lot like Gary, Indiana. Is this true? Yeah, it's. I don't think it's actually filmed there, but it looks just as shitty and terrifying. No, that's fair. I did say, yeah, if I'm thinking about that TikTok, it does look the same. <laughs> Should, do you want to tell people about Gary, Indiana? You're the one who just, lives there. Just concrete barriers everywhere with, with graffiti all over them and penises. Like, that's basically this whole aesthetic of this movie. Yeah. Yeah. There's more people here than it seems like there is there's, in Gary. There's more people in, what's this? What's the town called again? Something, Hope, Hope It's town? like Scumville or Scumtown. Right, but it's not actually that. It's supposed to be called like Hope Town or something, but then they cross it out and write scum on everything. Look, I grew up in an area where if you cross something out and you put something else on it, it is now that. That's just what it is now, okay. <laughs> yeah, so this was Scumtown for sure. Scum, Scumsville. <laughs> Because people will definitely fight you if you try to cross it out and put something else on it or fix it. <laughs> like, you can't you can't go over someone crossing out something. This isn't a fear street, shady side, shitty side situation. No, it actually is Scumtown now. <laughs> yes, definitely. Like that you're right. Fear Street is like so inaccurate the way they do that. Like that is such like just like white people with letterman jacket like kind of like gang territory. Like that is such a different kind of life that those kids live. Right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, people who wrote and directed this, Mr. JVs and fucking uh, Eisner, um, they also wrote and directed the VHS 2 segment, Slumber Party Alien Abduction. I don't remember that one. I don't really remember VHS 2. I don't think... But I thought you might have. I don't think I do. I just watched 94, but I don't think I've I remember 2. Things. The first two segments of 94 are fucking gold. Yeah, I've not seen it yet. Definitely worth your time. I don't even remember the other ones aside from the first one, though, so... I really don't either. I think the only segment that's super memorable for me of VHS, and I think this one might be in two, or maybe three, I can't remember, but it's the one where, like, the guy is, like, a scientist, and he goes into, like, a parallel dimension of his own house, and then, like, he meets himself, and then he meets, like, the parallel version of his wife, but then her vagina is like a giant crab monster... Yeah, now that you're saying all of that, I've definitely never even seen two once. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you that much right now. None of that sounds even close to familiar. That's the only VHS segment that stuck with me. <laughs> I remember, like, all of one because I've watched it multiple times, and I really like the uh, the Succubus segment in that, and I've wanted to see the... There's a sequel that one to that good. kind of... Yeah, there's... Because that was, uh, that was uh, um, Radio Silence that did that one. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. Yeah, I I'm, I could be wrong, I could be remember this wrong, but I'm 90% sure that that was the one that Radio Silence did. Cool. Because I remember that being my favorite, and I think I was probably a little biased because of that too, but also I just really like Succubus, so it's like, I was biased for multiple reasons. Yeah, well, I mean, that's why I loved the first one in 94, I'm talking about a different movie now, but it's basically about a rat man, and the whole thing's presented as a news broadcast, so it's very similar to what I do with The Night Shift, so like... <laughs> I was like, yeah, this is my shit. Like, it's all like a news reporter and stuff, and I loved it. Speaking of things that uh, are loved, and this is going to be very different from the rest of the conversation, and we'll, I swear we're getting into the movie soon, I, I promise. Um, Spider-Man was great. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything else, but guys, Spider-Man was the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. I cried like five times. Oh, man. Um, I'm going to see it at least like seven more times before it leaves theaters. 
like as many possible times as I can. Might be the first movie you see in theaters more than Ready or Not. It might be. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I have like the time to like sit that much nowadays with like hemorrhoids and stuff. That's true. It's kind of long. But um, I'm gonna try. But anyway, uh, it's had a budget of three million dollars. Box office was not that great. Yeah, it lost about two mil, a little oh, over damn. two mil. Yeah, it didn't even hit a million bucks. It looked, it looked like it was somewhere in between because I saw like conflicting numbers around, but it looked like mm-hmm. somewhere in between like seven hundred fifty thousand, eight hundred thirty thousand ish. Okay, not great. Yeah, not great. and I watched the making of too. Um, I mean. Again, I feel like anytime you watch a making of two, I'm always going to feel like this because it's hard to see what people are doing when they're making a movie and not be and then just like blatantly say like, oh, you didn't put love into this because it's hard to make a fucking movie. Like as much as I'll shit on like movies that I don't like, like any movie is hard to make me. I mean, we almost we were talking about making a movie like on like short notice, like at one point. And for a while we were like, yeah, okay. And then we're just like, this is a lot to do just right now. And I'd rather sit down and not do it at this moment. When you really start digging into it, man, it's kind of a miracle that anything that big ever gets made at all. Yeah. It takes a lot of people, a lot of effort and focus. And like, I mean, even the shittiest movie you can think of, it took some, it, somebody stayed up super late, lost sleep over it, was fucking freaking out, stressing out, probably having panic attacks about it like somebody was. Yeah, they're still setting up fucking lights, too. They're still, like, getting shit ready for the shot. They're still plugging things everywhere, like, getting a set ready, getting actors ready, get, just getting people to show up just anywhere. Getting, well, we've ha- we've we've talked about that with uh, with other indie filmmakers, like like our, our buddy Dylan Nix. Like, yeah. he, he's, I mean, he, like, really changed my perspective on watching indie films. Because he was like, yeah, all of the actors are shitty because none of them are actors. They're just the only person a filmmaker could get to show the fuck up. <laughs> and and you know what? That actually goes into the trailer um, that this was made off of, too. Because when this was first made and uh, when it was made for Grindhouse and all that, they used this actor. Um, fuck. I thought it was Dr- I was thinking, dude, it's David. And literally my mind was telling me Droon right now. And I'm like, a person's name is it fucking Droon. <laughs> it's not a person's fucking name. So that's why I was like, I need to look this up, and I didn't even want to say it out loud. <laughs> but then I was like, fuck it, I'm already past it now. <laughs> Droon. Uh, okay. David Droon. Well, the short version of Hobo with a Shotgun is starring a dude named David Brunt instead of uh, Rutger Hauer. And he wasn't an actor whatsoever. He was just say, that a random makes guy. Sense. Yeah, he was a random guy that they found, and apparently when everyone was watching the tutorial too, they were like, who's this actor? Like, he's cool as fuck. Like, this is really good. And they were like, yeah, this is just some guy. And when the movie got made, they were trying to find him. And I read some stuff that said it took, like, uh, weeks to find him, but then when I was watching the making of, they were like, yeah, I was looking for this dude for, like, three months. Because he was, like, he was like supposed to be, like, the lead in it or something. We were trying to find him. He was like, I went to his house. I was, like, asking people, and he was just gone. And I was like, I think he was just trying to avoid me. And then he was like, eventually I just kind of found him on, like, another movie set and then i was like what the fuck and he was like hey so what's up dude and he was like all right i'm not really an actor i don't know if i could do this lead role like i yeah. don't want to he was like i'll be in the movie but he was like i i'm sorry i can't do it and he yeah. is in the movie he's the remember that cop that gets a super zoom in later and he's like i'm a dirty cop oh yeah the i remember guy. that yeah that's him <laughs> He's the original hobo with a shotgun. That's awesome. I love that kind of connective tissue of, of sort of passing the hobo torch along. And also, so when I watch Treevenge, we're going to get into Treevenge right now. 
I said it was going to come in a couple minutes. It took a while, but we're getting to Treevenge now. Um, he's in Treevenge. Is he? As Hobo with a shotgun. <laughs> now, I'm not going to lie. I was really distracted while I was watching Treevenge with all of the actual tree revenge, the sentient-based trees getting revenge. Oh, I loved it. To notice, but apparently I, I started watching it because I was like, okay, where is he in this? I've seen Treevenge before, like, or I've never seen it. I've seen like the name. I've heard of people talking about it a few times and other things. But the dude that directed this, Eisner, he also directed Treevenge, and it's starring J-Rock from right. fucking Trailer Park Boys. So I was like, okay, I got to watch this. And it said Hobo with a Shotgun was in it. So I'm like, all right, what's what's going on? Yeah, it's fantastic. It's It's a much better version of The Happening. It's amazing, honestly. Like, you have trees. Just We'll do a little quick Treevenge recap. You have some trees that are getting chopped down, and they have the ability to think and feel and have emotions, and they're just, like, communicating with each other. We're going, like... Yeah, they sound they sound like fucking Ewoks. <laughs> they sound like Animal Crossing characters. Yeah, they're speaking animalese. <laughs> And you just <laughs> and you just have subtitles on the bombs just saying what they're talking about and like you know you have like two getting ripped apart from each other like hold on to my branches hold on to my branches <laughs> and they get torn apart and then they're like in the bags and like the back of trucks they're like why would they do this to us I can't believe this. I mean bro honestly it kind of made me feel shitty for having a live Christmas tree I'm not gonna lie <laughs> it's just I mean it's just one of those things like whenever you really stop to think about it it's like. Oh, I just cut down a living thing, brought its corpse inside, and put lights all over it. <laughs> kind of cute, though. It's it's kind of <laughs> brutal, man. When they show the whole like montage of like lumberjacks, like chainsaws and axes and stuff, like in a normal horror movie, they'd be cutting up people, and we'd be like, "Ew, gross!" But like they're just working, doing their job, cutting down trees, like it's no big deal. And I'm like, oh. Look, dude, quit being gay. I like it when they cut down people, too. I laugh at that and giggle at that, too. <laughs> I was just like, oh, I guess it is a little fucked up that we do this. Like, maybe it should be something we don't do. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. But anyway, and then all of a sudden, Jonathan Torrance shows up j-rock and he's just like hey family we're having a really good time and it's kind of like if you guys watch trailer park boys it's like the episode where j-rock decides that he's no longer going to be j-rock and he's going to be like a nerdy white kid and he starts wearing like uh like the gap clothing and he's just like hey guys how's it going like he's kind of just that character <laughs> he's like hey guys this is such a happy family blah 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 and then trees start murdering his wife murdering everyone else destroying the whole town <laughs> I just and I would have they... given anything to be some to be an extra who got to wear one of the tree costumes and just walk Dude, around when they're skipping off merrily holding bodies at the end. <laughs> yes. Look, Tree Fringe is awesome. It has great kills. Um, I would have I would have paid to be in that movie. You don't even have to pay me. Like yes. I will give you a hundred dollars to let me be a tree. <laughs> Look, you guys can see Treevenge on YouTube. It's the best Christmas movie I've probably ever seen. It's short. It's like 16 minutes. It looks like complete dog shit. I don't know if it was filmed and looks like dog shit or if that's just the YouTube quality nowadays. But you can watch it on YouTube and you'll get over the quality real fast because it's a fucking joy. It's fantastic. Well, anyway, the um, uh, actually, no, we can get we can get into this now. We can get into this. OK, cool. So it kind of seems that people find this movie fairly decisive. But I do want to take the stance that people with that opinion probably just haven't seen many weird and raunchy movies. 
Would you like? Is that fair to say? Oh yeah, for sure. Because I don't think that this is that. Like it is fucked up and it's kind of over the top for sure, and it has some questionable shit in it, and, like some stuff that's like a lot. I mean, Rudger Howard definitely carries the movie, like, yeah, all the way through. And there are some other characters that aren't too bad too, and there are characters that are really annoying, but they're purposely annoying. Some that I hate anyway, some that I don't. But I feel like a lot of reviews I saw that like were really negative against this were like, "This is the most fucked up, over the top, gory, disgusting thing I've ever seen." And I'm like. I don't know. Have you just did you only watch Grindhouse, like just Planet Terror and Death Proof, and right. then just base everything off of that? Yeah, I mean, this movie's it's it's not a it's. I'm not surprised that it didn't make a lot of money at the box office. It's not a box office movie. Like, no, not at all. Th- if this would have like come out at the height of what it's kind of you know parodying a little bit, um, it would it would have come out during the height of like the fucking Grindhouse and like drive-in circuit era if it would have come out then it would have been fucking fantastic everyone would have loved it well here's the thing like even death proof and planet terror didn't do great in comparison to anything that robert rodriguez or quentin tarantino do aside from that like that that has to be like their least successful movies yeah there's just this there's (laughs) there's this specific genre of trash person that actually likes this kind of stuff yeah, for sure. I mean, and but Grindhouse is also like it's never been that genre that's you know supposed to be like super well received and popular right. and this and that. Like that's why it is what it is because it's just fucking weird. And I feel like the whole thing is like anything that happens in this movie, yeah, it could be over the top. But like as for what it is, it's supposed to be parroting like Grindhouse splatter, like exploitative kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Nothing that I saw in this was out of the ordinary for any of those genres. And it actually is tame for those genres. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. And people yeah. are saying it's like too much and too fucked up. And obviously, like all the thing, like all the women stuff, I do think was very over the top. And there was like some stuff that was like hard to look at and whatnot. But I'm like, again, I've seen way worse in very different movies or very like movies that are like of the same, you know. Well, yeah. And I think that you can easily tell that this movie is doing it as like kind of a callback to those movies and not it's not just trying to be offensive whereas actual sexploitation was just trying to be offensive like and that's why i think it's weird too because this definitely does have a lot of other stuff to it and it does have substance and i think rooker howard's like story and the hobo story like in a lot to it is really good and actually really well thought out and i feel like it's kind of focusing on this character who has a really good story everything he does is really well and it's not like one of those things where obviously he is the better actor out of like everyone else in this but i do think that was purposely done because even if you put people like rob wells and like other people like that into this like you know what you're doing with it you're not trying to make it outrageously serious because anytime someone looks at rob wells you always just see ricky trailer park boys like the intro to this movie is just ricky starting out an episode of Trailer Park Boys. A hundred percent. I don't even know that much about Trailer Park Boys, but as soon as he was on screen, I was like, oh, we're watching Trailer Park Boys. Yeah, the first seven minutes of this movie is just like starting an episode of Trailer Park Boys. So like, yep. I feel like they really knew what they were doing with all of that, and having this one character that like was really, I guess, grounded in a way, like obviously still very funny, stupid, and like you know absurd in a lot of ways, but this character that was really grounded was really good at acting, it was placed there for a reason. Everyone else on the side was really fucking stupid and kind of terrible for another reason. Like, that's yeah. what that's the vibe they were going for. No, he has the gravitas to carry the whole movie on his shoulders, and everyone else can just be sort of, like, 
auxiliary standbyers as he is doing his thing. Yeah, and again, like like what you were saying for a second, like I don't know exactly where this falls into. Like I don't know if it's necessarily Grindhouse, it is Splatter, or it is like an exploitation all the way through. Like it's kind of just like hinting at all of them. Like I feel yeah. like it kind of did. It was like it was piggybacking on the back of what death proof and planet terror was. It's not trying to be straight grindhouse. It's not trying to be straight up this. It's not trying to be straight up those movies either. Like it's yeah. kind of just in that ballpark doing its thing. Yeah. It didn't have any of the like kind of supernatural or sci-fi elements that you typically will see kind of sprinkled in throughout typical grindhouse stuff. It's almost just an action movie. Even though like I'm not on the hill that I'll die for. Like I think this is the best movie ever. I do think that all of the reviews and stuff are a little, absent-minded and a little like out of touch like they're not they're not like looking at this movie for what it is and rating it off of that they're like just going off of what they know right and off of planet terror and death proof i think the one thing that really shook me about this movie is it sounds like you could have written the dialogue i 100 percent could have written the dialogue for this <laughs> there are so many lines that i have said multiple times just in my day-to-day -day life in this movie <laughs> When uh, when Rucker, or no, no, not Rucker Howard. He definitely wouldn't have said that. He killed the guy that said this. It was absurd. Um, but some guy at one point was like, I can smell your asshole from here. I was like, yeah, that, yeah, I've said that. Yeah. I've definitely said that. <laughs> Someone's walking by and you're just like, oh, God. <laughs> like, I definitely didn't say it in the same way this guy said it, because uh, the exchange was not a scenario I would be in. But, like... Those words? I've said those words before. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you might want to you might want to rephrase. If we're thinking about the same scene, I think what he actually says is I love the smell of your asshole. So are you sure you've said that? <laughs> okay, so uh maybe. <laughs> hey baby, I love the smell of your asshole. I will say I was going ahead because I did write that part down. I remember when I wrote that down, I wrote like he either said this or this. So I couldn't remember what he said, but I knew it was something about the smell of someone's asshole. Definitely <laughs> so. was. Definitely was. <laughs> so, yeah. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, that's how I feel about this. So anyway, the intro, we get the big yellow, like Quentin Tarantino-esque, like words on the screen, like credits mm -hmm. and whatnot, which I thought was a pretty good intro to this based Loved on it. where it comes from. Mm -hmm. Um, and then our hobo Rutger Hauer is sitting on a train cubicle as people without homes do in film. Yeah. Just, just very stereotypical <laughs> hobo on a train ride montage. It's just solid. <laughs> And then he hops off casually when the train slows down, and then some pretty high-energy music comes on. It's like, I don't know what it did, actually. I mean, he very quickly gets thrusted into Scumtown and just kind of walking around and being like, oh, this is not this is not the kind of place you want to hop up, hop off the train. Like, He's not the person you want to be around, it seems like, because I don't want to be around anyone just pouring out, like, warm bottles of fucking, like, backwash liquor into their hand. Like, not even on the ground. Like, he's trying to get a drenched cigarette that he can dry up and smoke <laughs> later. But, like, he's not even pouring it out on the ground and picking it up. He's just pouring it directly into his hand. I'm like, when you know you can't wash yourself and you're still just doing that anyway, like, Oof. you've reached a level of 
just not giving a shit. And I mean, there is some respect to that, but there's also like, I don't want to shake your hand to that. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't think that I would shake Hobo's hand. I think we should also say that he never gets a name throughout the movie. It's just Hobo. Yeah, he's Hobo. <laughs> I mean, I, that's very fitting. If they named him, I would have felt some disrespect. <laughs> Is that the worst thing I've said in a while? I don't know. <laughs> no, I don't think so. It's fine. Okay, it's fine. Well, we hear Rob Wells screaming. He's like, help me! You're coming after me! From a distance. It's literally like, like I said, it's a Trailer Park Boys intro. And then he runs out, and he has a fucking manhole cover just strapped around his neck. He's handcuffed, and I'm like, this is an episode of Trailer Park Boys. <laughs> I They use the manhole cover again later. We'll get to it. But I don't. Dude, under, how do James, you? James, I don't understand the head. physics of that. I, I don't, don't understand. You can't. Did they? James, did they cut you. it down the middle and then like snap it around his neck and then latch it on the bottom or something? Like you can't stick a person's head through a manhole cover. There's no hole in the middle, right? There's no hole that big, and even if you made it, how do you make it so that it goes through and they can't get back out? <laughs> that like the first time it happened, I just moved on from it because I was like, you know what? I didn't see how he got it on, but then later they put one on, like, the hobo, like, in, like, a short amount of time, like, within seconds. I'm like, what? If it can fit over your head to get on your neck, then whenever then whenever they put him in the hole, it should push off and go over his head. Am I wrong? Look, there was one, I was really staring at it the second time, <laughs> and I'm pretty fucking sure that was, like, paper mache. Yeah, I, I was gonna say, it looked like... It looked like, like it was kind of bent the second time, right? Did you see that? Yeah, I definitely did. I was thinking it was, like, some kind of foam or rubber or something. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> um, it was questionable, but, you know, it's it's something you move past. <laughs> it's, it's great. It's great. He runs by a bunch of people. He's like, help me, help me. They're all ignoring him. And then he asks Hobo for help, but uh, Hobo's kind of just like, nah, I'm not going to help you. Keeps walking on his merry way with his cart of bottles. And then a truck rams into his cart. His bottles fly everywhere. He looks very sad. And then Rob Wells is kind of just still screaming. His brother shows up. His brother's name is Drake. He has, like, his uncles there. Uh, one of them's name is a fucking dick. Slick. Slick. The other one, I don't know. I don't even know if the other one gets a name. He's just brother. Uh, Ivan. Are you serious? I'm pretty sure it's Ivan. Yeah, that's crazy. I never heard that. Okay. Did you know so that? I, did you know that Slick is in uh, Xenon, the Disney Channel movie Xenon Girl of the 21st Century? I don't know what that is. <laughs> I literally have no idea. Okay, what that is. I've never heard he's of that. in a really shitty Disney original movie that's like this like sci-fi love story, and he's like the love interest. That guy? Yeah. When he was a kid, when he was like 13. Oh, no. No one has ever loved him in his life. <laughs> I'm going to be completely honest with you, because in a movie where I'm supposed to hate every character, he is the only person that I hate. Oh, him. Slick is the worst. There were people doing worse things with than him, and somehow I hated him so much more than any other person doing any terrible deed in this entire movie. He has the most punchable face you've ever seen. And that's not to say he didn't do terrible, disgusting things. He did. I just feel like other people did things that made me more uncomfortable. But somehow, I just really fucking hated this guy. I'm so glad he got his dick blown off. <laughs> I'm so glad. Definitely deserved. Oh, and then he goes on like a bus to hell. 
Yeah, I wrote that, <laughs> that down. Was, Did that he get was killed? The weirdest thing. It was like a ghost bus. Did he get killed by the ghost of those kids? Like that's not explained <laughs> because, at all. Okay, because later we'll just skip over this later. But he's gonna <laughs> flamethrower an entire bus of kids. He's just like, hey, do you kids like? hobos and they're like yeah and, he, and i'm gonna go ahead and say he fucking bamboozled those kids because anytime you say something in a cheerful manner to some kids kids are so stupid they're, they're just gonna, be gonna like, say yeah yeah <laughs> and then they're like yeah we like hobos and he's like well i hate them and then just like kills a bus of 14 kids <laughs> burns them i was like oh okay so we're just killing 14 children right now not the only child that dies in this either yeah i'd imagine that's probably one of the other things that people get like been out of shape about this movie on it's just like the child deaths like fucking kids die in movies it's just a movie get over it it's fine yeah i mean i would say that like didn't didn't a baby explode in this <laughs> if it did i missed it maybe i'm tripping but i like the idea that a baby explodes in this. i know they almost exploded a baby but now i'm starting to question whether or not they did blow the baby up i feel like that's something i would have written down if i actually saw it but i mean you could be oh, right oh wait 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 it's the trailer. It's No, it's the two-minute short, the original oh. short of Hobo with a shotgun. They blew up a baby. That's amazing. Yeah, they, like, they, like with a hammer, I think. I think it was, it, was, it was, like, with a mallet. Yeah, but fucking what's-his-face artsy guy did mother where they're eating a baby, and nobody gave a shit about that just because it was artsy. I don't know. People do get really pressed about baby stuff. Remember, um, 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 remember when I covered that one movie, The Farm? Oh, yeah, I do remember that. There was that, they like drop. I think they threw a baby on the floor or something, but it was like a baby doll. Like, it was a doll. Yeah, but I mean, Darren Aronofsky literally made a movie where people are eating a baby and no one gave a shit. There was that one movie I covered too, Dumplings, where they were making dumplings out of babies. They were making dumplings out of babies. I mean, I, to be fair, I really did not discuss that movie much, but I was like, damn, dude, there was dumplings and babies, and then we like <laughs> bullshit about other stuff for like two hours straight. You gotta, you gotta chow on them baby dumps. Dude, I don't even remember us saying anything about dumplings that episode. There was, like, three things we said, and everything else was just, like, we just kept going on about, like, baby eating. That was a whole episode. <laughs> anyway, this white car starts dipping around the corner. That yeah. That's Drake's car and the homies. And did you notice, uh, did you see my story that I posted this morning? Oh, I don't think I did. This white car, look at it real quick, because yep. you'll see that same white car. It dips around the corner. And, uh, like, goes, it's pretty much just, like, you know, like, kind of barreling, uh, drifting around the corner, like, coming in frame. But when they were doing that, uh, the car kind of um, hit a curb very hard. Like, they fucked the shit up. And it's a really funny <laughs> clip where Rob <laughs> Wells just turns around. And he's just staring, like, with his eyes just all big. He's like, oh, you guys just fucked that shit up. And uh, the guy that you see in that story, he's also, like, the dude that's wearing the Halloween 3 mask. Oh, uh, yeah. later in the movie right and he does a couple different things in the movie but um that was his car and he was like yeah i did this and this and this and then also that was my car that got fucking oh wrecked. shit yeah it shit I, got just, I just up. watched it oh my it god fucked up yeah because it's like it's like a cool vintage car it's a nice car too. yeah it's i don't i can't that was his i'm not car. a super like big his... car guy so i don't know for sure but it's like a camaro or like a trans am or something like that yeah, it's like a. Uh, it's within the realm of like a Trans Am, like old, like fucking, uh, uh, like a, uh, uh, SS Camaro or like a right, fucking maybe yeah. like a two forty ish Z or something like that. I don't know exactly what it yeah, is, but that's it looks the like Nissan some, one. Yeah, yeah, one of those kind of body types. Mm -hmm. 
and uh yeah it got fucked up and i'm really wondering because they have a good shot of it coming in i wonder if that wasn't if that was one of the least good shots that they got like right. one of the not as good ones they got and they were like fuck it your shit's fucked up now or if they had to go fix the car and then do it again or if it somehow was just still driving like i can't imagine they fixed the car and did it again i can't imagine that shit looked fucked up it looked like they fucked up his exhaust and <laughs> like the back tires and like a bunch of the frame like that shit was messed up yeah for sure that was a hard hit like dude rob wells didn't even like turn back at all he was just staring like oh shit <laughs> <laughs> and it's always funny to see that too because i know him as like ricky the dude with the shitty car who fucks up his car all the time but right. when it actually happens he's just like oh damn y'all did that <laughs> they kind of just put him in the manhole and then yeah. they put a barbed wire noose around his neck and then yank his top off yeah and then some there's like a fountain of blood and some chick in a white dress decides to dance in it she shows up in nothing but underwear and a robe, and she's just like blood orgy type situation. <laughs> she's just dancing. It's like anime, like blood. It's like fucking like Afro samurai kind of blood just flying right. out of his body. <laughs> and she's just like, it's like spraying on her like a fucking sprinkler. Yeah, and she's having a great time. I don't know where she came from, but she had to be one of fucking uh, Drake's goons. Yeah, well, that's the other thing about Drake and like that whole crew is they all dress in like all white. That's like their thing. Drake's Hugh Hefner. But Bob. Yeah, definitely. So naturally, they placed Rob's head on the front of a Mad Max-style truck through a spear. And I will say, there's a few different hits, hints of Mad Max in this movie. There are. And I feel like they came out of nowhere once we get towards the big ones at the end. I'm like, right? what the fuck is happening? The movie turns into straight-up Mad Max for 20 minutes. <laughs> it's like, we have, like, Mad Max Batman later on. Yeah, it's fucking crazy with, like, fucking armored juggernauts and yeah. shit. It's fucking crazy, dude. Like, so... Uh, okay, anyway. It really made me think, though, a hobo with a shotgun video game would be so much fun. Dude. You just play as hobo. You have a shotgun yeah, with infinite uh, like ammo. Infinite a side-scroller? Yeah, and just run through and fucking blast things. Like a fucking, like, old-school 2D side-scroller, but you're just fucking the hobo with the shotgun. Like. Yeah, and then you get boss fights against, like, Drake and the, the R Mad Max guys and shit. It'd be awesome. Do you know what? And people really kind of, like, stay alive like video game characters in this, too. They really do. <laughs> like, so many people should have died before they did in this. <clears throat> Definitely. And uh, around this time, we see him kind of just looking into a store at a little at first i was just like what is this little fucking red thing he's looking at and i was like is it a lawnmower what's he trying to buy for 50 dollars? because i didn't see the yeah. handles at first i i thought it was just the engine that's what i thought i was, I was like, like what, what are you, you gonna do with a motor bro yeah and i couldn't like it was so like blended in that i couldn't tell what it was an engine for i was like it kind of looks like a lawnmower but i was like i kind of also don't think it is like right. i don't know what like maybe like a i don't even know like a fucking rowboat engine or something right it could have been anything, but yeah, it's a it's a lawnmower apparently for fifty bucks at a pawn shop. Yeah, he just really wants his cool lawnmower. So that we just gonna blow past that for now, but it definitely comes back later. Um, why? I don't know. I, I do know why. It's it's fine. So hang on, homo... hang on, hang on. You forgot you forgot a line that I really really liked. Sometimes okay, I, go I just for write it. down lines. Uh, after they kill uh Ricky and everything. <laughs> They're like telling everyone to leave. And one of the brothers, I forget if it was Ivan or Slick, they go, Go on home, everyone, and don't forget to wash your dicks. So, fun fact I made it a point to not write down a single thing that Slick said the entire movie. <laughs> I really did not like Slick. 
Like I really didn't. I wrote lines down from other people. I did. I, I made sure I did not write down any of his. I really fucking hate that guy. Oh, that's amazing. I hate his sunglasses. Anything he said that could have been funny and like delivered by a different person was just so not funny when he said it. And I know that that's still kind of like his vibe, but like, right? There's nothing you could do to make me like that character. No, I get it. He's so fuck. He's like a. He's like a worse Cyrus, and again, Trailer Park Boys, but <laughs> Cyrus and Trailer Park Boys is like this really like kind of cringy, over-the-top weird dude, but he has this certain charm to him, and by the way, I got Brie a cameo from Cyrus for her birthday this year. Nice. Great guy. Love him. But it's just not that. It's just like, he's too young to do it. He doesn't have a firebird. It's just, you know what, dude? Get the fuck out of my face. I hate that guy. Anyway. <laughs> a hobo is... Kind of just casually hanging out, trying to get some money, and then a bunch of crust punk assholes show up. They spit on his sign, threaten to lick his dick. He's he also does have this like really. <laughs> okay, we'll focus on that. I just I just love that we wrote we wrote down the exact same thing. So word for word, what I say is a bunch of crust punks come by and bully a hobo. One of them says, "I dare you to lick his dick." <laughs> That's all it is, dude. I fucking hate crust punks. I know, right? Me too. I it's fucking like, hate. The, it, it's like the worst aesthetic. <laughs> when I was younger, I was like, all right, like maybe they're kind of cool. Maybe I just don't get it. There's some like cool aspect to it. And I was like, all right, Gigi Allen's a thing. Like you know, crust punk god, blah blah blah, whatever. And then like once you turn like like and and grow up for me, like this was when I was like fucking thirteen or something. Once once I turned like fifteen, I was like, oh, crust punks are the worst fucking people. They smell like shit. It's the worst type of punk. Yeah, they're fucking assholes. They just fucking, they literally don't know where they are any time of the day, any time of the fucking month. They never know what time it is. They're fucking idiots. It's like, crush punks are the worst. Yeah, you crush punk, go buy a fucking watch. Dude, and they all listen to the fucking casualties. Right. Like, I'm so fucking sick of anyone ever saying that the casualties are anything more than pure dog shit. <laughs> You can be okay with Gigi. Like, Gigi Allen is the worst piece of shit in the world, the worst human ever, like, just a piece of fucking trash. But, like, I get the entertainment value in it. How can you not be, like, entertained by someone who, like, fucking passed around, like, a bucket of, like, shit and piss and then, like, ate it and drank it? Like, it's fucking disgusting. He's repulsive. He's terrible. But, like, it's, like, you can't just not, like, be like, okay, what, why were you doing this? And, like, looking at some stuff. And, like, I've been to, like, museums that have his shit around, too, and I'm just like, oh, you're gross. So, like, it's interesting in that way, but, like, People just like the casualties. Like, people think they make good music. Yeah, that's a weird thing, right? Even when, like, I was, like, tr- like I was, like, a punk at a time, like, I was still just like, what, what, what is the casualty? Why? Why the casualties? Just why? why? Who are the casualties? What, what casualty? What? My ears? <laughs> My fucking ears? Are you fucking kidding me? Whatever. I'm, I'm done alienating the punk audience. All right. <laughs> Anyway, they threatened to lick his dick. Oh, no, he had this really sad thing, too, where he was, like, sitting around for a while, like, trying to figure out a way to make money, and he was, like, making different signs. And yeah. again, like, that's a thing where I'm like, that actually is a thing that happens, and that is upsetting. It's kind of, it's it's legitimately sad, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's sad as fuck. Yeah. So they end up leaving Hobo alone, but then we head over to Drake's Lair, which is basically just a homeless person bashing circus. Uh, they go, uh, well, they have go-karts that, like, have, like, skull crushers at the end of them. Yeah, bumper cars. It's like a it's like a really extreme murder version of Shredder's hideout from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. No, dude, it's just Death Race with Jason Statham. Oh, that's true. I forgot about that movie. It's just like the fucking like uh like the the local amusement park version of Death Race with Jason Statham. 
<laughs> it's like the Boardwalk Pier amusement park version. Yeah, I don't know what that is. It's like the Castle Park amusement park version. Right, 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 right. <laughs> so, and then they also have like one of those hammer strength games, you know, where you hit the hammer, it's like, you're this strong, but yeah. like there's just a homeless person's foot at the bottom of it. And it's also glass. Because why not? Why not? <laughs> or like porcelain. It's more like porcelain, but yeah. you know. Um, and yeah, they bash his foot. Um, and all the bullying continues, and they mess with some kid, break his arm, shove his face into a ridiculously large bag of Coke, which seemed redundant because I think they were pressing him for owing him money, and they're like, here's fucking $100,000 of Coke. Right? Everyone go at it. And I was like, weren't you trying to get like 20 bucks from him or something? <laughs> <laughs> not, just... not very good businessmen, really. No, these guys have a terrible business model. <laughs> like, who's your Who's your idol? It's fucking ridiculous. It's dude. Re- It's really showing us though that Drake really doesn't have a good person to take over this crime empire after he retires. Like both of his sons are terrible at this. <laughs> his son is worshiping the Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and not even any of the decisions that would make him money. Just the bad ones. Yeah, just the bad ones. Just the ones that waste money. <laughs> Fucking kidding me? <laughs> well, this girl interrupts. Her name is Abby. She's going to be a main character in the movie. And she calls the dudes assholes. And the idiot leader, Slick, uh, he has, by the way, he has stupid glasses on at all times, even when it's the very dark. dumbest glasses. I hate them. Slick em. back hair. Looks like a moron. And he starts saying repulsive things to her. Um, I'm just not going to mention a lot of things because it's just overboard. Um, and then they uh, seem to flip because or everything, like things seem to flip. Everything flipped, like with her in her mind and her emotions. Because she was like, all right, let's go in another room and fuck. Yeah. I mean, she just has this like survival instinct, right? You know, like, yeah. do whatever you have to do to survive in this crazy ass town. So she goes over there. They start making out. And then a car pulls up. And then he's double crossing her. And then he's like, yeah, get in the fucking car. And then Hobo, he's watching the whole time. And he confronts the dude. And the dude says something about Mother Teresa finger banging him in hell. So uh, Hobo beats him with a stick and then a sack with some change in it. And he says, shut your fucking mouth. Mother Teresa was a goddamn saint. This is when I knew I was going to enjoy the movie. (laughs) Same. Because you know what? As much as I don't like The Devil's Rejects, that fucking Elvis line is funny just because of the, de- the depiction and, like, right. the way, like, you're just defending something so absurd and, like, strange, <laughs> like, that you wouldn't think someone of that caliber would defend. Yeah. And then it's just like, what? Mother Teresa, you goddamn piece of shit. As he is beating him with a sock full of quarters and nickels and pennies, Mother Teresa is a saint! And specifically using the Lord's name in vain. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's pretty great like it, it's awesome so our main guy he's tired of the no good no do goodery going on in town mm-hmm. so he goes to the police and he tells them to get all the criminals and put them in dump trucks and take them somewhere else which dude this is like a reverse version of that south park episode where they just put all them on a bus and they were like go to fucking california they were like california <laughs> is good for the homeless lots of rich people giving money to the homeless yeah. <laughs> but he was like, send those criminals to a landfill. In the dump truck. <laughs> Take them to the landfill and dump them out. <laughs> Bury them in the ground. Bury them in the ground, All baby. All of the bad people. <laughs> And this is this is this takes a very quick turn because uh, yeah. the fucking police chief's like 
just opening up, like opening his soul up to this random hobo who just hopped a train into town. And he's like, yeah, I got a bunch of cops that are dirty and they're, you know, in Drake's pocket. And it's it's rough out there for a homeless. (laughs) Yeah, but he's playing good cop, bad cop. And then it turns out he's both. He is the bad cop. It's like, what the? Because I, I remember thinking, like, why is this guy just, like, opening up about there being bad cops to this random homeless guy? And it's like, oh, because he is the bad cop. Okay, now I get it. Yeah, the convo doesn't last long. And then Drake hops in. They pin Hobo down. They start carving in his chest. And, like, the way that they were doing it, I was like, oh, they killed him already. I definitely thought he was dead. When they put that first knife thing in and they saw, like, how deep it went, I was like, oh, okay. And then they kept going. Like, the noises were like, the, these Foley noises were so loud and gushy and, like, fucked up that I was like, oh, you're you're dead. I didn't watch this alone. I watched this with Hannah. I did see that she, I forgot to message her back, but she messaged me. She was like, this movie is wild. So let's go ahead and cut off and tell me everything that Hannah thought about this movie before we continue. Well, you have to understand, too, She's she works from home. So she's like, I didn't have any jobs to do that day. So I was just like, hey, I'm going to watch this movie that Caleb wants me to watch for Horror Soup. And she's like, oh, I'll sit in there with you and just work on my laptop. And so she's just kind of like working and half paying attention to the movie. (laughs) And then like every time something shocking would happen, she just looks at me and she goes, where does Caleb find these movies? (laughs) Look, this one wasn't even me. Where does the Horror Soup audience find these movies? But honestly, like I said again. It's not like, like I, I could see Hannah having that reaction, but again, I feel like if she was like a critic reviewing this movie, she would go into what I was talking about, where she's like, okay, this is a lot. Like, I don't, it's a lot. But, but even then, honestly, she wasn't like that turned off by it. Like, she still laughed at the funny parts and like. Hannah, I feel like Hannah has a pretty wide palette. Yeah. I mean, uh, honestly, uh, she, she's more apt to watch something like this than to watch something that just has, like, no gore but a lot of jump scares. Like, she'll turn that yeah. shit off. She'll be like, oh, I can't handle that. It's, like, too intense or whatever. But, like, something like this doesn't really bother her. Oh, it's too intense. I thought you were going to say, like, boring or something. No, she just, she actually gets scared of, like, jump scares. And, like, she's like, I'm going to have an anxiety attack if there's one more jump scare. Like, <laughs> I feel it. I mean, I feel like we've all had those moments. Like, did you, were you scared of jump scares at a time? I mean, maybe when I was a little tiny kid. And and that was because, you know, I grew up in the time of the internet where it was like all those all those flash videos. You do the mazes and shit and it would yeah. be like ah! I mean, that's my whole fucking childhood, you know? <laughs> and it's like really soft music and then all of a sudden a big, you know, fucking scary face or whatever. So like it got to a point where I got numb to that pretty quick. Yeah, I feel you. I think that's probably the stuff that started numbing me too. Like I do think it I do think for like as long as I've been watching horror movies. It took me longer than it should have. <laughs> I like a good one. It still was probably until I was like 13 or something. Like, it wasn't like a long, long time, but yeah. like, probably until I was 13, I was still like getting freaked out by jump scares. I like a good jump scare, to be honest. Even if it's kind of cheap, if they execute it well, I do enjoy oh, yeah. it. Like, I like I like the feeling now of like getting, getting your blood pumping, you know? It's good stuff. Like, Insidious, like, those movies are kind of meh, but they do jump scares the really The jump scares well. are awesome. Yep. Like, that one jump scare when uh, that red face is behind Patrick Wilson. Fucking classic. It's terrifying. Like, I, <laughs> even when I know it's coming, I'm always just like, I don't fucking like that thing. I don't like the way that thing's looking at me. I don't like the way it's just Why there. is Darth Maul in the movie? <laughs> literally. Literally. Like, I don't like it. It's just, I don't like it. <laughs> So anyway, uh, they fuck him up, they throw him in a trash can, and then he runs off and he finds the prostitute chick, because Abby is also a prostitute, I don't think we mentioned that. Which, which this is where I started drawing parallels between this and Velocipaster. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, you're kind of right. 
I can see that. They're very similar, like, plot setups. Yeah, like, with Greg Cohen, like, falling in love with a sex worker and then, right. like, running off and then becoming a fucking <laughs> Velosta pastor. He's like, I can't do this. I'm a pastor, but now I'm a dinosaur pastor, so it's okay. <laughs> VFX explosions. Boom. So, yeah, he finds her. She's talking to this guy who's talking about uh, sucking on his rot. Not his rod. He also says, oh, my God, you're so hot. You make me want to cut my dick off and rub it all over your titties. Yeah, I like, <sighs> it's a lot. It's, it's painful, to say the least. It is it's fucking painful. And then, you know, <sighs> fuck look, me. she just, he beats him up. Hobo kind of beat, I think. I don't remember what happens, but they end up going back to her house. She cleans him up. She yeah. gives him some alcohol and then a bed to sleep in. And then he tells her that he thinks she should be a teacher, which is only kind of important because it comes back later. Right. It's... Not in like an important way, but in a funny way. Yeah, it's kind of weird. I feel like they're doing this thing where he's like, I'm an old school hobo and I don't get things and I don't understand yeah. prostitution. I think you have to be a classy, good woman or something. He thinks like teacher is like the like the epitome of like high class, like, right. yeah. like good woman, basically. I right. Because probably the last like good person he ever saw was like his elementary school teacher. It's a really good parallel. Getting deep, man. I like that. You're smart. He's so he's so fixated on it. That's just kind of what I what I picked up on. That makes sense. It's like to him, to him, like teachers are very just wholesome and pure and they help kids. And, you know, he's probably had a pretty shitty life where there wasn't a lot of that in his life. So he, I imagine he had like one really good teacher. Well, then he has a monologue about bears that lasts at least two minutes. <laughs> I don't know why he's so fixated on bears. Well, she gives him a bear shirt and he's it's like, let me tell shirt. you something about bears. <laughs> I got a tail for you. And then he starts out like really sweet. He's like, you see, bears are really cool. But then they'll rip your fucking face off and kill you and maul you. And if they ever taste blood, you got to put them down because they'll kill everyone inside. She's like, uh, okay, good night, buddy. Yeah, man. It's proof that there's no God. Because why would why would an intelligent creator make something so fluffy and adorable that can also destroy you if you try to get close to it? Yeah, bears will hurt you. Yeah, it's unfortunate. They're so cute. <laughs> they are cute. There's a baby bear. <laughs> oh, my God. They look fuzzy. So when he wakes up the next morning, we see uh, pimps, kidnappings, a bunch of other bullshit happening around the city, and Hobo decides to meet up with his neighborhood camera guy who makes homeless people do terrible things for small amounts of money. Yeah. He makes him break a bottle on his head and then eat glass. And eat glass. Yeah, it's rough. Pretty fucked up. After he gets his money, he heads over to the pawn shop to get his lawnmower. And bam. Some people are robbing the place, and one of them is wearing the witch mask from Halloween 3. It's it's so close to being exactly the same as Halloween 3. Is it not? I don't think it is. Dude, I swear to fucking God, that's the same mask. But it is so fucking close. They had to do it on purpose. I was trying to look at it to see if there was anything different, and I feel like it's the same thing. Did you look at it, like, back to back? Yeah, I think the difference is that the Halloween 3 one definitely covers, like, your whole head. And this one is, like, the front, and then there's just a piece of fabric that kind of flops over the back instead of it being, uh, okay. like, a whole whole head mask. But it is so fucking similar. I don't know where they found it that it wasn't licensed because they should have been sued, the mm -hmm. people who made it. <laughs> it has to be, like, a fucking replica of that mask. It right? has to be. It has to be. So, yeah, one of them has that. They're threatening to kill a baby, and I think this is where I thought they exploded a baby, but I was remembering the baby explosion from the other one. They do threaten to kill a baby. That's true. Of course that's true. They're screaming, kill the baby! <laughs> kill the baby! <laughs> that's all they're screaming for five minutes straight. <laughs> 
five minutes straight. They're like, give me the money and kill that baby. Give me the money. Put the baby in the ground. I'm like, whoa, dude. They had to give Hobo time to input his infinite ammo cheat code before he picked up the shotgun. No, that's not even the important part. The fact that there is a fully loaded shotgun on the wall in a in a pawn shop, not just in a pawn shop, Why in a pawn shop loaded? in this fucking town. In this town of all places, you're going to put a loaded shotgun at the front of the store? And it's, it's just hanging on the wall with a bunch of other shotguns, like they're guitars or something, or like brooms. Yeah. Like they're brooms at the store. Yeah, because he starts looking at it, and I'm like, okay, you're going to have to find some ammo or something. He right. just cocks it, starts shooting him. I'm like, wait, what? It's because he. It, this is Grand Theft Auto. He has infinite ammo cheats. That's true, but you know what? This pawn shop owner needs to fucking reassess his situation because <laughs> you're not making smart decisions. You're just asking to get robbed. If I don't even have to bring a gun, I can just grab one on my way in the door. Dude, especially here. <laughs> like, read the fucking room, dude. You're not in the place that you can do this. Oh, uh, but Hobo blows everybody away and saves the day. And then he gets a revenge on the guy who made him eat glass by making him eat the tape that he used to record him eating glass. And I don't think he killed him, did he? Um, no. It seemed, like, he bashed him in the head with a gun, but I think he left him alive. I think so, yeah. That's, like, the only time that happens this whole fucking movie. It was, it took me, like, three fucking hours to write the notes on this movie because there's so many kills and so many that happen in succession that I had to fucking pause and so go back fast. for and, like, double, triple count. I was like, oh, my fucking God. Yep. I mean, this this is the beginning of his, like... His, rampage? His rampage. <laughs> yeah, he's just... He is the hobo with a shotgun. Now, once he is a hobo with a shotgun, he doesn't hit the off switch. No. It's like... It, and then at one point, he's like, it's all I know. And I'm like, what, for 30 minutes? Like, did you know that at a different town before you came here? Or? Yeah, this only started five minutes ago. He's like, it's all I know. Like, it's something he's been doing his whole life. I'm like, you've been doing this for all of 20 minutes. I don't think you've killed a man before this. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? So he kills a pimp, and then he heads over this creepy little sex trafficking dungeon, and he uh, kills the dudes who are, like, running it, basically. Yeah, those guys were pretty fucking creepy. Yeah, they, they weren't they weren't fun. No. <laughs> say that. It doesn't end here, though, because something disgusting happens, and that was um, some piece of shit dressed like Santa Claus, Santa Claus jerking himself in his car watching kids play on a playground. Yeah, this one makes me want to take a shower. Yeah, I think this is why people, like, really critically attack this movie. And I mean, like, I I get it. I mean, but look, here's the thing. That happens, but it's redeeming because he comes up and he says, jerk on this, you fucking child molesting shit licker, and he blows his head off. And also, that looked like the fucking kill and thanks killing when Turkey gets in the car and he <laughs> blasts that guy with a shotgun. You just see the blood, like, just splatter on the fucking yeah, window. It was yeah. the same thing. Yeah, it's good shit. They got that from Thanksgiving, dude. <laughs> and then he also murders a guy who's stealing newspapers, which really seemed like the least of the issues in the entire, like, you know, long scheme of things. Well, it's great because we get this, like, uh... Wait, James, can I stop you before you say that? Because yep. I'm going to forget this. Yep. How much is a newspaper? It, it depends on where you're at, but, like, between a dollar and five dollars, I would say that, like, the most expensive one's going to be five dollars. This guy took ten to fifty dollars max, right? Of stuff, and from I I don't know, maybe they have like a cool local newspaper place that he supports, and he and he dies. Yeah, he murdered him. <laughs> you just see the glass break, and then he blasts him with a shotgun. I'm like, dude, he didn't do that much. Yeah, at this at this point, it becomes he didn't like... even kill the guy who made him eat glass. <laughs> 
But he killed this guy? Yeah, at this point, it's just like anyone doing anything bad, like anybody on the naughty list gets blasted with a shotgun. It's crazy, dude. Like, it's it's a lot that happened. <laughs> so we cut over to Drake, and the atmosphere is strange. Uh, there's three topless chicks beating some man hanging upside down with bats, and they're, like, giggling like crazy. I Why? can't say I hate it, but it's Why? happening. Why does he have a human pinata back there with a bunch of topless women? What's happening? Look, you know what? And again... In other movies, it could have been a woman hanging upside down they're beating with a bat, but That's they're beating true. a man, and I'm like, you know what? I'll take it. That's true, and then he uh, he hands them... This is su- this movie is such a video game, because they're beating him with a baseball bat, and then he's like, no, you need the upgraded version. Wait, what? He's like, you need the upgraded version, and the bat has a bunch of razor blades in it, and then they just annihilate this human. <laughs> I didn't notice that, but that is one of the taglines for the movie. They were like, oh, you need a bat, put razor blades in it or some shit like that. And I was like, I don't remember seeing that, but I guess I just missed it for a second. Yep, they're beating him with a baseball bat. He pulls out the one with razor blades in it, and then he takes a swing, and that guy's intestines just go everywhere. Yeah, and like, right here, it's pretty much just Drake and Slick talking for a little bit again. Just Slick being a little bitch. Yeah, this is when I decided I wasn't writing anything down because I was like, this guy's so fucking annoying. Like, I was like, I already haven't done it. I'm just going to keep it going. Um, and then the whole thing ends with Drake killing the hanging man. Yep. So, yeah, a bus loads itself with school kids. This is when they set fire to the 14 kids that we talked about earlier. Yep. And while the travesty is being announced on the news, uh, Slick seemed to get a hold of a rollerblade. <laughs> no, it's like an ice skate. Because uh, yeah, uh, it's got an actual blade oh, on yeah, it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I was calling it rollerblade, but I was thinking because it has a blade, it has a blade on it. But yeah, yeah, that's roller. No, the roller skates is a roller blade different from a roller skate. Yeah, roller blades are like inline. It's like four in a row. Oh yeah, yeah. those are the ones where you're like uh, you're like a mega scooter, but on your feet. Yeah. Okay. And then a roller skate is like a car with like two and two. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. So that's why they're called roller blades because it, it's in a line, almost like a ice skate, like a blade. Okay, so Blades of Glory is what's happening here. Yes, Blades of Glory. Think more Blades of Glory, less Brink. Like when Chaz Michael Michaels almost split Napoleon Dynamite's head off with that, like, one move. Yep, the... Ah, fuck, I forgot what it was. Iron. Yeah, I'm trying to remember the name of it right now. Iron Butterfly? Is it the Iron Butterfly? (laughs) I think it... Yeah, I think it is. It's something like that. I think you're right. I think it is the Iron Butterfly. That sounds right. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Ah! I just laughed and my hair went in my mouth. I inhaled that. I inhaled, that went in my throat. My hair went in my throat. I'm going to take a quick second. Hold on. Oh, my God. That went in my throat. <laughs> this, See, you know what? Uh, Iron Lotus. It's the Iron Lotus. Lotus. There we go. That does sound cooler. It is cooler. Lotus is such a cool word. It really is. What actually is a it's, Isn't it? It's, 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 it's a like flower. A, it's, it's a type of flower, I think. Right. Yeah. It's like the sh- I don't know if it's specifically a flower, but I think it's that specific shape, like the flower-like shape. Yeah, it's a. It's like a. It's a flower that grows like kind of on a lily pad. Those things frogs jump on. Yeah, like like leapfrog. Yep. It's the it's the flower of that same plant. <laughs> I got this. <laughs> leapfrog was a cool game. Anyway. <laughs> Um, that whole commercial is going on and then Drake is seen on the screen holding a bunch of chicks in underwear he goes if you find this hobo I'll give you all my broads you can have my broads and then everyone's just like it's it's mainly women watching that screen at the time and they were kind of just like I don't I don't want that that was a moment whenever Hannah looked up from her computer and said did he just say broads and I was like <laughs> yeah he said you can have my broads 
anytime I hear broads, like it's such a it's such a rude term, but like it's just so fucking funny. It's just so fun. Like just knowing that someone is in that mindset that they can comfortably say broads is just so funny. Can to call me. a group of women broads. I could never imagine just like living my day to day life and be like, hey broad, come over here. Like Dude, if I ever called a woman abroad, they'd punch me in the fucking face. <laughs> they would beat my ass right then and there. Deservedly. Like, there has to be, like, a certain kind of person and energy that can get away with saying broad. Like, I don't know if anyone can do that nowadays, but, no. like, if you do, like, you're a certain type of person. Like, you have to be really Italian, I feel like. <laughs> it's just so weird. <laughs> Wait, do you, think, do, you think, do you think people in the mob can still say broad? No, I don't think so. But who who controls the mob? Like, who's going to tell them no? <clears throat> I don't know, man. It's a good question. All right, well, a few more homeless people seem to have uh, died during the Mad Max fireworks show because we get a brief Mad Max stint right now. Well, that's because Slick literally, when he's on, he kills the newscaster, and then before they talk about the broads, that's whenever they're like, okay... It's open season on homeless people. Kill all the homeless that you see, or we're going to keep killing your kids. Yeah, they're really into killing kids. Yep. I guess if you're trying to make people do what you want, I guess that's a good way to threaten them. Zodiac did it. Fuck, yeah. Yeah, you know what? I know this isn't Scream, but I'm so glad we're not covering fucking Zodiac. <laughs> if we are going to cover Zodiac, I would have been very <laughs> depressed for a long time. You don't want to watch a three-hour-long movie where nothing fucking happens. I, I don't. I don't want to watch fucking Zodiac. The fact that anyone was even rude enough to say that is pretty <laughs> fucked up. And the fact that it almost won is really fucked up. Also, like that's so I will, rude. I will say when it came out, I watched it and I didn't think it was that bad. But I don't want to. I don't want to watch it again. Look, I watched it and I didn't think it was terrible. I kind of liked it too, like in a weird way, because I, I kind of always like true crime movies. Sure. But look. I don't want to watch a fucking three-hour-long movie. Not and for a podcast. No, because then I have to write notes on that for three hours. I have to talk about I have to pause <laughs> it, too. That's going to be like a five-hour ordeal You're just for wrong. watching it, not even just for the background shit. Yep. I'm not fucking too... No. You guys... Look, you're not Scream here. Some of you are. If you did it, you're fucked up. <laughs> you're fucked up. You're mean. <laughs> oh, and by the way, those homeless people that died like right there, I didn't count them. Oh, okay, because there's a lot. Because I also don't, I didn't necessarily see any of them die, I don't think. Sure. So I don't know if they were previously dead or not, if it was just like a pile of bodies or something. It just looked very Mad Maxy, like pile of bodies kind of thing. It is. It's just end of the world. Like 28 days later, when they have that pile of bodies that are just already there, it was kind of like that. It's exactly like that. And then we get this cop who's uh, cruising up on Abby. Yeah, this is, um, again, when I said earlier, like, I should hate this guy more than Slick, but somehow I really just don't like Slick. This guy's worse. <laughs> uh, like, the, undoubtedly. Yeah, yeah, for sure he's worse. Just, he's the guy who says, I like the smell of your asshole or whatever it is. That's pretty much dead on, yeah. And that is not the worst thing he says. No. <laughs> I didn't write down the other thing. That's the only thing I felt comfortable writing down that he said. James, yes. <laughs> yes. He was saying repulsive stuff, and I was like, you know what? I've said some fucked up things, but I'm not saying this stuff. <laughs> I'm just going to leave that out of my dialogue for today. <laughs> so she says her legs are closed for the night. It's like a, you know, sex worker joke, right. which I thought was pretty funny. It's pretty, it's <laughs> like good. Putting, it's a, good. putting a closed sign on your pussy. <laughs> <laughs> just switching, flipping it. The little string, the, like having a thumbtack on your... <laughs> yeah, one that's like, be back in 15 minutes. <laughs> 
lunch break? <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, what's a lunch break in this? <laughs> I'm moving on. The whole scene is very sad and uncomfortable, and I shouldn't be making jokes like this. It's very rapey, too. It's, it's terrible. True. But fortunately, again, like, all of the really, really uncomfortable scenes are thankfully like brought back by hobo murdering them terribly yep 100 percent. so it's it's like there's some plus sides so and nothing necessarily like obviously she still goes through terrible things and it's like you know you don't want to be harassed and whatnot but he does kill them before things get worse so he like, does. there's something to be thankful for hobo's great shows up at the perfect time yeah he always does timing is well I'm not going to say always. He let a lot of pretty fucked up things happen on his watch. That's true. She did get her head nearly cut off and her entire arm ripped off under his watch. Yeah, we'll get there. So timing isn't the best. We'll get there. But yeah, he shows up. He asks him what he sees when he looks at her and he goes, I don't know, a fuck tube. And what's weird is that earlier I was on a group chat with Bree and our friend Allie and I was we were talking about like lube and other things and I was trying to remember the name of fleshlight and i couldn't remember and i just called it fuck to oh, and i couldn't and i didn't know like where i got that from and then when i was re-watching this because i was watching this as i was falling asleep last or as i was falling asleep last night i got halfway through it and i think i fell asleep around this part and then when i said fuck tube later like i was like i don't know where i even thought of that from and then i was watching the movie again he said fuck tube but i was like holy shit that was from this fucking movie <laughs> I literally couldn't think of the name of Fleshlight. I was like, those fuck tube things. Sorry, it's, it's already entering into your own personal lexicon. Yeah, it's not a good thing. So he screams, she is a teacher. <laughs> and he fucking kills him. <sighs> and then an angry mob comes after Hobo and Abby yep. hides him inside of a shopping cart with some intestines and brings him back to her house. And when they get back, Hobo fell out of the shopping cart. That was real. Rudger Hauer was trying to get out of that shopping cart naturally, and he actually just fell, and they thought it was funny, so they kept it in. <laughs> That's fantastic. Dude, when you watch it, because I read that before I got to this part, because I think I fell asleep like right around there, and then like when I was re-watching it, I saw that, and I was like, oh... That's fucking funny, because you could tell he fell. Like, that was a natural fall. It's the sign of a true professional, you know? <laughs> he shit, dude. It was so funny. Like, you could tell he's really trying to naturally get out, and he just wobbles and fucking tumbles over. <laughs> oh, fuck. Um, and also, the kid that got beat up and, like, got coke, like, shoved into his face earlier, he sees Hobo and Abby, and he gets, like, an opportunity to not get beat up anymore. But I don't even remember if I saw him again. Did he do something with that information? I don't think so. I don't think he did, right? I thought he did, but then I was like, wait, I don't know if you did. No. Oh, whatever. Probably implied. So... They get in the house, and Abby asks why he left, and he goes, I just want to buy a lawnmower. And she questions the statement. She's like, wait, what? Why? He says, I thought I'd start a business. She's like, okay. That's great. Let's do it. And James, can you help me here? Do you know a hobo slogan that he so cleverly came up with? Oh, I know. Because it drives me insane. <laughs> you grow it, I cut it. Why isn't it you grow it, I mow it? No, man. You grow it, <laughs> I cut it. <laughs> and then she's she goes, no, you, you grow, grow it, it we, we cut, cut it. it. <laughs> she goes, we'll go somewhere that has lots of grass. Other places have grass, too. And then he's like, are you fucking serious? <laughs> like, it's like news to him. 
<laughs> and then he goes, all right, hold on. I got to wash this guy's asshole off of my face. I think this whole sequence is when you realize. Is when I wrote the movie. It, yes, it's when you wrote the movie. But it's also whenever you realize that the people making this movie have very good comedy chops. This is what, like, if you didn't understand it before, I feel like this is really that moment where you're like, okay, you knew what you were doing. Right. Exactly. You knew exactly what you were doing. This is funny as fuck. You you specifically said, you grow it, I cut it. And then she's like, no, 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 no. And you think she's going to say, you think she's going to say, you grow it, I mow it. And she says, you grow it, we cut it. That shit's hilarious, dude. And Rugger Howard delivers it so well. <laughs> like, so well. The way he says it, just so much, like, serious hobo confidence. <laughs> So they're about to go and start the grass growing company or mowing company, cutting company. And <laughs> Slick and his buddy hop in the house and the Letterman jacket buddy, who I guess his name is Ivan. Yeah. He goes into Hobo's back with the fucking ice skate. Like, again, should be dead. Can't walk. You cannot no. move. No. And he's just wearing ice skates around. Dude, like what he's doing to his back just looks like how my back feels on any given day. <laughs> Just stabbing. There's no way a, you're moving. Just stabbing you with the blade of an ice skate. It's brutal, man. And they fight for a bit, and then Hobo gets his grip back, and he electrocutes the rollerblade guy or the fucking ice skate guy with a toaster. Yeah, he gets the he gets the blade of the skate stuck in the toaster, and it electrocutes the fuck out of him. It's sweet. Yeah, he grounded that bitch. It's awesome. <laughs> and then he goes into the other room where we've seen it this whole time, but the uh, uh, slick. He is in the other room with a handsaw, literally sawing her fucking head off. It's intense. Dude, it's fucking brutal. He is sawing her head off while she's fully conscious. And she's there the whole time, and I'm like, how long, like, Hobo was fighting Ivan in there? I'm like, she's so dead. How is she not dead? She's dead, and he comes in. And then he starts like beating his ass. And he's like still just sewing, like, like or sawing, <laughs> right, sawing right. fucking head, like as he comes in. And okay, I have one, one line from Slice Kimbo or whatever his name is. Slick. Okay, I have one line from him. He says, I'm going to wash your blood with my blood. <laughs> I'm going to wash your blood off with. I'm going to wash your blood off with. My, I'm going to bl- wash this blood <laughs> off with your blood. With your blood. That's just why I hate him. It's not funny. I get kind. I don't know. I don't. I really don't know where it lands. Slick's the worst. I fucking hate him. And it's okay because he's almost done. Oh yeah. Well, this is when he shoots him in the dick. Yep. And then he goes to hell. We're not going to repeat it. We already <laughs> talked about it. But he gets on a he gets on a ghost school bus and goes to hell. The toaster guy also lived. Yeah. But that's fine. Um, Hobo brings Abby to the hospital and he yells, just fix her, as he dumps an entire (laughs) bottle of vodka on her open neck wound. (laughs) The nurse is like, you can't do that. And he's literally just looking at her like, what? I'm helping. (laughs) He's like, what? Are you going to do something? You're not doing anything. I'm taking charge. It's amazing. When he did that, I had to pause the movie for a second because I was like, wheezing he's just like this is what you do this is the hobo response to an open wound you dump vodka on it yeah it was so fucking funny because i'm like that's exactly what a homeless person who hasn't been in society for or hasn't been to a hospital forever would do he's like you're not doing anything she's getting fucked up fucking disinfect the wound (laughs) i have vodka which is basically what she did to him when he got scum carved into his chest oh my god can you 
could you imagine like i mean these hospital workers are terrible but like <laughs> could you imagine like running in with someone they brought someone in you just see them grab a bottle of vodka just pour it on someone's giant open <laughs> neck wound where half of their head is sawed off like where do you go from there you're like oh this know. situation's way worse than it already was we already had a lot to deal with <laughs> We're already a hospital at the worst fucking town, and there's like a Mad Max apocalypse happening outside. And then this, this chick has her out. head cut off. <laughs> and now we have a full bottle of vodka in the mix. <laughs> Dude, and she has like, I'm pretty sure he put duct tape on her neck wound, but like while she was on the stretcher, because she didn't have duct tape on her neck when he got to the hospital. <laughs> And then he like he rips it off to pour the vodka on and then puts the tape back on. <laughs> it's perfect. It's absolutely perfect. Oh my God. It's so funny. So the hospital workers, like I said, they're psychotic to say the least. The nurse cannot keep her chill. She can't get this needle into her arm. And then she's like, her she starts flatlining Abby. Right. And the nurse is like, live, you fucking whore. <laughs> And then the doctor, like, he wasn't sure what was going on. And then he looks over and he runs over. And he just starts punching her in the chest, like, just, like, fucking pounding on her. Trying to restart that heart, man. And, hey, you know what? I'm not a doctor. Do whatever you can. But you know what? It did work. So... He made it work. He punched her back to life. <laughs> He beat the shit out of her until life came back into her body. He's got a special power, the punch of life. Dude, are you fucking kidding me? Prepare to get life punched. <laughs> so she wakes up and Hobo goes, here's a disposable hospital cup with some dead dandelions and some grass in it so that you won't forget me. You can put that cup in your classroom. I gotta get back to work. I got grass to cut. <laughs> no, when he says that, that's what I was thinking. I was like, when he said, I gotta get back to work, I was like, oh, okay, your new grass cutting business. But right, no, he's talking about no. shooting people. Because this is when he's like, I've been doing this my whole life. Well, this is when he goes and talks to a bunch of babies. <laughs> and he's like, I'm nothing but a hobo with a shotgun. Okay, what movie is that where someone just walks off and starts like talking to like some babies in a hospital? There's a few movies like that, but what's the specific one I'm thinking of? I have no idea. I thought this was the weirdest scene in the movie, and then they title drop. He's like, I'm just a hobo with a shotgun. Am I just thinking of Rosemary's Baby? Maybe. I feel like I'm thinking of a different movie, though. I don't know. Okay, Maybe, whatever. baby. Shut up. <laughs> So I'm not entirely sure where the medieval samurais come from, but they were strapped with weapons and they murdered about four hospital workers and shot each of them into the ceiling with grappling harpoons. Fucking Mad Max Batman is what they are. And I thought they were going to stop shooting them in the roof with harpoons, but they killed all four of them and then just shot them into the roof to hang. And I that's, was like, oh, okay. That's their calling card. That was dedication. <laughs> And as Hobo is walking through, he realizes something is amiss, probably from the dead body's harpoon in the air. So he heads back to Abby's room, and he gets greeted by the two medieval samurais who knock him out and then stick him in their trunk. So I thought at first that that was supposed to be Drake and uh, Ivan. Like, I've had enough of this shit. I'm taking this into my own hands. Was it not? No, they're different characters. I guess, yeah, because we do see them later, but I thought maybe they just switched or something. <laughs> no, they're like a special fucking, like, unit of his that he sends it's like, out. It's like a Black Ops, like, task force that right. they, like, hired. Yeah, yeah. But they're like, they're like the Power Rangers when they're samurais. <laughs> 
no, you're you're not wrong. They are kind of like the Samurai Power mm. Rangers. So at this point, Rudger is kidnapped, I guess, hobo, and Abby took initiative and is now the hobo with a shotgun. This is when Abby straight up becomes Ash Williams. Ash Williams? You know, from Evil Dead. Oh, okay. Oh, my God. I, I didn't know his last name was Williams. <laughs> I'll be completely honest. I literally always just see, if you said Ash... I would have been like, yeah, that makes sense. Like Army of Darkness, like some shit, like, like some like, yeah, I got a gun. Fucking here's my boomstick and shit like yeah, that. Like, she yeah, she becomes Ash. Okay, when you said Ash Williams, I was like, I kind of thought Evil Dead, but I was like, am I wrong? Is that like a person that I should know about? Yeah, no, that makes that makes sense. That sounds about right. I just thought his name was Ash. She, she creates. She goes back to the pawn shop. She gets the lawnmower. She turns it into like a Captain America shield, but it's still a lawnmower blade. Like, she just goes full-on ash on this shit. She's got all this armor and fucking still has the shotgun. Cuts the shotgun, the stock off of it, and replaces the stock with an axe. <laughs> yeah, I don't know where she learned all of this. <laughs> she does all of this in, like, five minutes. So fast. And encounters all the townspeople and inspires them to not kill homeless people anymore. She proves that she is the true hobo with a shotgun with a good old monologue. <laughs> And she's like, what? Kill me if you're a piece of shit. And then walks off. <laughs> Everyone's like, well, I'm not a piece of shit. <laughs> I mean, that's essentially what happens. So now Drake and Hobo are neck to neck. And Hobo is in a very Rob Wells kind of situation because now he has the manhole wrapped around his neck. Yep. Um, still don't get the math, whatever. He gets sent to the glory hole. Oh, hang on. Before he even goes in there, they have him like in this dungeon or something. And there's a giant, like, tentacle octopus monster. What the fuck was that? Uh, something I didn't see. What? There's a giant, like, like the, the, the fucking samurais. Like the Kraken? The samurais are, like, holding back the Kraken and, like, trying to shut a door. And these giant fucking tentacles keep whipping out of it. <laughs> what? It happened, I swear. Are you serious? Yeah. It never comes back into play. He takes, okay. they go back up to the top and that's when they put him in the manhole thing. But when he's captured and he's in that coffin, there's this whole scene with this giant fucking tentacle monster. Is that like a dark crystal thing where they're releasing like the roach crab creatures? I don't know. Maybe, maybe that thing lives in the sewers. So when the bodies fall down, it's like eating them. I don't know. Okay. I did not catch that. It's weird. And I don't know what it is about. <laughs> well, Hobo's nearly beheaded, and then Abby shows up. She beats one of the medieval asses, slices the rope before it removes his top. By the way, I really like saying top because, like, <laughs> it's just it sounds a lot cooler. <laughs> I think I got that from Twenty Eight Days Later. Oh, that's right. Um, but unlucky for her, Drake takes her to the lawnmower and destroys her entire arm. And then, like, I don't. Okay, did a hunk of blade get stuck in her arm, or was that her bone? I think that was her bone. I think her hand got cut off. I don't like a blade getting stuck in there, but I, for some reason, like that being her bone it's, even less. Oh, it's fucking awesome. It made every bit of my body feel terrible. Like, it's so uncomfortable. It is maybe the most brutal thing that I've seen, but it was awesome. It's like, it's kind of like, 
in Planet Terror when um, Rose McGowan puts the, like the gun yep. on her leg, like the fucking AR, but like it looks way more painful. It's way grosser. It's way grosser than that. It's like it's Rose the same McGowan idea. looked like she had no pain, right? But this girl looked like she had a lot of pain, and she's just using it as a fucking weapon, just stabbing with her fucking bone. I don't like it. I love it. I love it, but I hate it. <laughs> Look, it's just a lot. So, in the end, Hobo stands over Drake. He's super fucked up. Like, Drake, that is, because they already, like, uh, she already destroyed she him. I think it was the her, fuck right? out of him, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, because she switches over. She starts stabbing him with her bone. Ugh! Yep. Can you just imagine all the pain that's going through you while you're doing that? Dude, and then she uses her fucking stub to open up the manhole cover. I don't want to talk about that. She's like, he's like, pull my hair, pull my hair, which also I'm like, that's painful. <laughs> Trying to pull someone's body, like, up just by their, their hair. Body. I'm like, your hair's not going to make it. Your hair's coming no, out. No, yeah. Um... She's yanking him. He's, she's like, it's not working. It's not working. She sticks her bone in the hole of the manhole cover and uses it. That means you're bending your... Fu- she, ah, like, pries like it. it. She's, like, prying it out like a fucking... Like a like crowbar. With a, fucking, with a crowbar. Yeah. She's using her bone as a crowbar. Yeah. And her head is already ripped half off, too. Like, this girl's been through <laughs> way too much. Abby's the real hero of the movie. Let's be honest. She is. <laughs> She loves this rugged fucking hobo that's 30 years older than her. She has her head ripped off for him. Fucking is using her bone as a crowbar. Like, this girl is a ride or die. She is. She is a ride or fucking die. I think all of us just need an Abby in our lives, you know? Give me an Abby. Like, I, I don't want someone to ride that hard for me because Abby, just calm down. Like, you're it's maybe a little really too much. hurt. Maybe a little too much. You're really hurt. You need to learn a little bit about self-care. Yeah, like, just your own health, you know? <laughs> You come first, Abby. I'm sorry, but you can't save your you can't save someone else until you save yourself, Abby. Okay. Oh fuck! So the cops show up and they're like, "Hobo, if you shoot, you're done." And then obviously he's like, eh, "Fuck you, man. You have a one way ticket to hell, and you're riding shotgun." <laughs> and then he shoots him, and then the cops shoot Hobo, and then the cops get shot by citizens. The Abby whole screams. town is shooting back at the cops. Yeah, yeah. I'm so happy that it ended like that. I do wish they killed the cops before they killed him. Yeah. Just because I feel bad for Abby. <laughs> Abby went through all that to save what this guy. What is she going to do? What's the sequel? What does she do with her life? She is left with a broken heart, a half-ripped-off head, no arm, bone damage. <laughs> I feel so bad for Abby. Yeah, she's in a rough spot. And when this movie ended and the credits rolled, to be recommended, Hell Comes to Frogtown to me. Makes sense. Right? I was like, you know what? Yeah, that's the same vibe. It is. It really is. I was like, damn. I don't even think I watch Hell Comes to Frogtown on Tubi either. So I'm like, I think it just naturally did that. That's great. Yeah, and also, if you guys want to watch this movie, it is on Tubi, but only for like the next two weeks. Um, I will say, uh, there's like 30 minutes of ads, but like, it's free. So I mean, you know, take what you can get. I saw it on uh, Vudu, free with ads as well. So Okay. I don't know if the Vudu ads are worse, but the Tubi ads were free. Fucking <laughs> abysmal. Like, it was like every seven minutes, and they were like three minutes long. Yeah. It was it was rough. But, I mean, really, this is a Canadian film through and through. The end of the making of consists of a bunch of the dudes involved with the movie uh, just riding around on a giant shopping cart thing, shooting fireworks off of it. It's amazing. If that's not the most Canadian fucking thing I've ever seen, <laughs> I don't know what is. It's fantastic. It's great. So, Kill Count? 38 and i'm confident that i got that right because i fucking took way too long watching this movie paused a lot made sure i got everything right we had just shy of 40 kills that's amazing a lot of kills in this Mm -hmm. (laughs) shit 
uh, three pairs of titties, and it was just those three naked chicks that were beating that dude. Oh with the yeah, bat. yeah, that's all there was. I, I thought that was more at first, but I was like, no, everyone else is just kind of like in a bra and underwear, which yep. kind of like, I like the grindhouse aesthetic when there's just like a random girl like standing around with like her bra and underwear on or something. It's kind of like, it kind of reminds me of like Evil Ed too and like the movie within a movie thing where right. like Bill Mosley's talking to that initial girl and she's just like in her bra. Actually, no, she was topless. Never mind. But it's still just that aesthetic that I think, like even like uh, Rose McGowan, Planet Terror, right. you know? Yeah. I mean, obviously those are more modern versions and we're just referencing that and now I'm kind of becoming those critics that only compare this to <laughs> Death Proof and Planet Terror that I was talking about in the beginning but you know there you go it's cool it's cool remember when we almost made grindhouse double feature yeah i don't think we ever told anyone about this but me and james before we ever made i'll suck your blood or anything else we were talking about doing a show we just want just watching shit like this basically but it was gonna be like i watched one that was like a double feature with another one and he watched the other one and we just talked about like our own experiences right. it never came around but no watching stuff like this always makes me think about that yeah this was this is a fun watch for sure I honestly wouldn't even mind, like, maybe considering bringing that around as, like, a segment or something, like, doing yeah. that eventually, because I think, I don't know, these Grindhouse movies are really fun to talk about. Mm -hmm. And again, I don't know if this is necessarily Grindhouse, but just getting into that conversation. Yeah, yeah. There's definitely a lot to say about it. Apparently, Rudger Hauer used to ride his horse naked around his village before he was famous. That's amazing. Would you ever discount that from him? No. <laughs> like, there's some people you could hear that, you could be like, oh, I don't know if they did that. You hear that about him, and it's like... <laughs> yeah makes so much sense why, why wouldn't you do that <laughs> um so i didn't get a review ready but i went on letterbox right now and i'm just gonna read your review oh okay that's fine a great example of an overkill movie unfortunately overkill can be overkill and i'm pretty sure caleb from horror soup podcast wrote the dialogue for <laughs> 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 yeah that's pretty much it um, so there wasn't exactly a Roger Eber review on this. There was one from RogerEber.com, though, right? But yeah, it's from Roger Eber Presents, where he had, like, other people reviewing. I was trying to find the video review for it. I don't know if it just wasn't working on my phone. Maybe I should have just gone on my computer and checked to see if it worked. But it wasn't letting me open up the video of their initial review. But there are a lot of reviews in it where people are just kind of going back and forth. They're like, no, you're fucking wrong. You're right. You're wrong. You're right. And Roger Eber did tweet about it, and he was like, people are very, uh... Very argumentative about this movie on um, RogerEberPresents.com. It's amazing. I was hoping he was going to review it, but he did not. Yeah. But what would you rate this, James? Um, honestly, I forget what I gave it on Letterboxd. I want to say I gave it two and a half on Letterboxd, but I think after talking about it, it's a solid three. Okay, that's fair. I am a tiny bit higher than you. I am a three and a half. Yeah. I was really... Uh, you gave it a three. Yeah, you gave it a three on Oh, Letterboxd. did I give it three? Perfect. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I was really in between. I was like, I don't like it enough to give it anything higher than that. Um, I don't not like it enough to give it anything lower than a three. Mm -hmm. It's very enjoyable and very cool, and I like a lot of stuff about it. And I would rewatch this, actually. Like, I I think it's a fun movie. I don't know how often I would rewatch it, yeah. but like, it's not something that I'm putting on the no rewatch list. I think it's one that I would like to show people, people that I know will appreciate it. It's a fun one. Like, It's a good movie, and I think that... I mean, I think Jacob, who's been telling me to watch this forever, was right in that this is kind of a movie up my alley. Yep, for sure. Even if it's not, like, something that I absolutely love and would, like, die on a hill for, I think that it is up my alley. Like, that's correct. I mean, as I was watching it, I was like, I'm having a good time with this, but Caleb's probably having a better time than I am. <laughs> yeah, and I had a really good time with it. Like, there's definitely its problems. 
I didn't like fucking slick at all. Yeah. The dialogue is shitty, and like when I was first watching, it, I was like, maybe people are wrong because everyone was saying the dialogue is really terrible. Right. But obviously, like I do think the dialogue is bad. But at the same time, like I said earlier, I think it's on that side where a lot of it is purposely what it is. So yeah, I can get over it. I think it's I think it's bad, but I think it's doing exactly what they wanted it to do. I think it doesn't hit his mark like overall and like the long run. Mm-hmm. Like as like a amazing amazing thing, but it's a really good movie. Like I like it. I think it's and I think it's a very misunderstood movie too. I agree with that. So I don't want to bring the soup ratings back, but I want to co- do kind of like an equivalent of the thumbs up thumbs down kind of thing. Okay, but with soup. So is this a bowl of ramen or a bowl of cream of mushroom? And these are my opinionated views on which soup is the best and the worst. You, mm. I don't give a fuck what you say. Those are the best and the worst. Yeah, I uh, I give no shits about cream of mushroom soup. So it's terrible. This is definitely a bowl of ramen. It's a bowl of ramen, right? It's yep. a good. It's a good like. Yep. Yep. Thumb facing upward. Yep. In a in a binary choice, I would say yes to this movie rather than no. It's a cool little thing. Um. So let me think. Fuck Mary Kill. I guess I'm gonna have to give you hobo. Yep. Uh, but I'm also going to give you, uh, I'm sorry, Slick. Oh, I was hoping it was Drake instead of Slick. I almost went Drake, but really <laughs> I have to do the one I hate the most. Honestly, you're going to get Drake and Slick and then me. Hobo, he's a, he's too good of a guy. Like, he's okay. too, like, he might be grimy, but he's a, he's a nice guy. Um, I will kill Slick for sure because he's the worst. I will fuck you, and I'm going to marry uh, Drake because... That motherfucker, what? he runs the whole fucking town. He's dead. I'll never have to work a day in my life. He doesn't last long. I mean, but think of all the wealth that he acquired up to that point. If I was legally entitled to that money. Beneficiary. Yeah, baby. All right. I respect it. Yep. That's my plan. I respect it. So, guys, if you didn't know, you can send a horror-related question to horrorsoupyahoo.com. I'll answer it right here on the show. It could be either a physical thing that you type out and send to the business email. Um, again, horrorsoupyahoo.com. Or you can actually do an audio clip. And I do have some audio clips from people aside from Kim. But right now, I have this other gold one from Kim that we're going to listen to real quick. Let's go. I, I've just been thinking this week, like, how fucking much... How fucking much... I love, I know, and I still know what you did last summer. Like, Boo. Caleb, as we know, they're like two of my favorite movies of all time, but, like, I truly think I watch them, like, every other week. Like, every other fucking week. That's ridiculous. They're just feel-good movies. They remind me of my childhood. They're not. So great. Still have them on DVD. Some of the first DVDs I ever owned. Wow. Not kidding you. Was I know and I still know what you did last summer. And (laughs) Vampire That's a weird hill to die on. Oh, Vampire in Brooklyn? (laughs) I used to fucking love those movies. That's a great movie. Um, That is a good movie. So when DVDs came out, I remember going to Best Buy, and I was like, I gotta get Vampire in Brooklyn. I gotta get I Know, and I still know what you did last summer. And, oh, uh, I just, yeah. Oh, I started the I Know I Did Last <laughs> she Summer lost her train of thought. series on Prime, <laughs> and it's so fucking bad. As we knew, but oh, here's my the, thing. Oh, the new one, yeah. They had an opportunity to actually make a shit plot of a movie, even though I love it, good. And they just somehow shadow over even more. Made it so bad. I'm telling you, if you watch two episodes, you're going to be like, I know what you did last summer is a phenomenal movie. Like, this TV series is ass. It's, it's bad. so fucking bad. It pisses me off because I thought in my head so many times what a good reboot of the originals would actually look like, and they just fucked it up. Give me a fucking... Give me a million dollars and a fucking camera... I would knock that shit out of the park. 
So that's what Kim has to say about this. Kim is ready for the I know you did last summer reboot. How much did you watch, James? I literally watched the first 10 minutes and I was just like, I can't. I'm, I don't fuck with it. Like, I watched the first episode and a half. Um, before Kim even started watching it, my best friend Nia, she started watching it and she told me it was really good. She was like, it's not that bad. She was like, she did say the first episode or two is like pretty fucked. Oh, like maybe it gets better. Yeah, and Kim right now did say if you watch the first two episodes, you'll be like, it's fucked. And that is what I came to yeah. also. Nia did say it gets better, but it's a very different story. It's very weird. I don't know. I can't say that it's worse than I know what you did last summer, though. I don't. It's not a good fucking movie. I know you're kind of on that hill, too. Is it even a remake? It's a completely different. It's not even a remake. Like, I just. I just don't get it. Like, even when it started, like, and they were like, I know what you did last summer. I was like, but what did you do and why and, like, what's going on? I don't, I don't know. It's it's weird, but I don't know. I can't say that it's better or worse because I don't, I don't like the original, so I don't know. Yeah, I like the original, but I like it as, like, background noise. Like, oh, yeah, I remember that. That was bad. Like, yeah. Well, it's, some, it's something that I put on on my little TV to the side of my computer monitor, like, while I'm editing podcasts. That's what it is for me. Well... If you guys are, uh, you know, interested in doing something like that and telling us about your I Know What You Did Last Summer uh, vibes or whatever, or anything else, or soupyahoo.com. And if you guys like the show and want extra content, go to patreon.com slash horsesoup. This month's bonus movie discussion, and I know I've said it a bunch, but I'm going to keep saying it because I was told before that I don't talk about stuff enough. It's Cats, the musical, with this guy right here, James. We're going to have something next month. It's either going to be Killer Sofa or Veronica, because I realized that I wrote notes for both of those movies and never covered them and forgot about them. You want to do Veronica next month? I actually liked Veronica, and I would like to watch it again. I'm interested to talk to you about that, because I remember not liking it at all. I think I gave it a one star, maybe a oh half a star. My. So I, Yeah, I did not like that at all. So mm -hmm. I don't know. Maybe I'll feel different about it on the rewatch. Uh, I already have the notes, so I can literally just watch it completely, like just as a watch, yeah. and then get confused by my notes later. But... um. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just going to watch it. We'll see. I didn't like it, though, so uh, it'll probably be Veronica. And other things, like the tiers and stuff, they include polls, the decided movie we cover, full movie commentaries, Tales from the Crypt, Twilight Zone episodes, bonus Amityville content, the entire backlog of I'll Suck Your Blood episodes, improvised horror movies, the ability to pick a movie for us to discuss, vlogs, behind-the-scenes content, much more. A lot of things. And if you stop by, make sure to go ahead and join the Discord server for horror memes, conversations, and more. And uh, I do have one listener review um, that's really not even um, pointed at me. It's more attacking James. Love so, it. Um, <laughs> it says, Miss Bree, James can go. Three stars. Some good episodes. The earlier ones with Bree are the best and where she returns. Would love to hear some more classic horror movies covered. Can totally do without James from Night Shift or whatever. Uh, you're probably just a spinoff of my show anyway. Yep. Uh, he brings up how much he hates capitalism every chance he gets. Uh, eyes rolling up face. Move to Cuba if it's so bad. You know, there's a lot of things you could have said that I would have been like, you're kind of dumb, you're kind of annoying, it's whatever. But anytime someone uses the move to XYZ thing, I kind of just completely disregard them as not a person. Yeah, uh, here's the thing. I don't even know what this person is necessarily directly referencing. Um, I don't necessarily think that that's something that I talk about a lot, especially on the show. And I guess I, I really thought about a couple different ways to respond. And one could just be like, oh, fuck you, you know, whatever. But I really I really thought about it. I was like, I have a genuine response. And, and uh, this is probably 
because I used to be a pastor, but I feel like I feel the need to have a genuine response. And it's just like, hey, I don't know what I said that set you off, but clearly we got started on the wrong foot, and that's fine. Uh, that happens sometimes. But if anything triggers you because someone is bringing, like, criticism to an economic ideology... Like, I just, as someone who used to be in a cult, I self-proclaimed, I was in a cult, that is what I, and part of my job was to create media to to get other people involved in the cult. Like, that was my job. And so, like, as someone who was in a cult, maybe just examine whatever it is that's making you have this gut reaction, because it's probably not healthy. That's all I have to say about it. Look, I actually had a conversation with... A really good friend, not just a really good friend, one of my best friends that I've known for like ever, ever, uh, just yesterday, um, where they were talking about how like people need to just like get over like this and that or XYZ or whatever is going on in their life and like really just like grind. They're like, oh, well, you know, it sucks, but you got to do your thing. You got to work this and that, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, but you know, other some people have mental issues or this or that or physical problems or whatever. And he's like, yeah, well, you know, I get physical issues and this, that, but like mental issues, I think you should probably get over because, you know, it's just not that big of a deal and like this, that, blah, blah, blah. But I kind of am more on the side where I'm like, okay, just because... America's fucked up as it is. And the whole conversation went, I was like, okay, well, America's fucked up this, that. And he was like, yeah, well, there's third world countries and other places and like this and that where like it could be worse. And I'm like, yeah, but just because a situation is bad somewhere doesn't mean that we shouldn't analyze another bad situation that's happening somewhere else. Like, obviously, we could do the whole comparison thing where we're like, oh, yeah, it's shitty over here, but it's not as bad as this. But if we keep doing that for everything, then it's like, okay, then we're never going to fix these problems. Like, we have to fix, like, again, about, like, fixing your own problems first. Like, you have to, like, there's obviously, when it comes to third world countries and this and that and blah, 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 and people who don't have food, there are things that we can do over here in America and places that have more, like, opportunity and more, like, money and more this and that to help other places, but we don't. And then at the same time, we're also focusing on all these other shitty things that are going on in our area and it's like there's shitty things happening everywhere yeah we got to focus on all of it like you got to look at things as their own individual separate issue versus oh this is bad but it could be worse if this that because otherwise we're never going to fix anything nothing is ever going to get fixed if we focus on other things you have to you have to look at everything as its own individual separated issue to fix anything really absolutely so, like, if we're shitting on capitalism, we're shitting on terrible things that are happening in this country we live in, and you think we should move somewhere else, uh, you're probably just a privileged, entitled piece of shit who doesn't have to deal with anything and doesn't worry about the struggles of other people. So maybe analyze yourself before you come and attack my friends. I don't know. <laughs> also, I live in Indiana. Cuba's probably an improvement. Yeah. <laughs> it's not that bad. This guy lives in Kentucky. You fucking kidding me? Actually, I would, I, I would even go as far to say Indiana might be worse than Kentucky, if we're being honest. I, yeah, it could be. <laughs> it could be. <laughs> I mean, maybe less incest here, but... <laughs> yeah, but you know how horse soup goes. We love incest here. Still some incest. There's always some incest. So that's just what I have to say. Um, uh, pretty much my point of all this, and this isn't just a, uh, a segment for us to complain, it's pretty much... Um, you know, I don't get when people say I I like you and I support you and this and that and blah blah blah. But uh, just know that like if you're if you say you support me and you like certain things that I do, but then you attack my friends and people I love, I'm probably not gonna like you. Uh, I really appreciate that. So that's just where we stand. Thanks. So, thanks, homie. Um, uh, 
So who is this? Um, um, you know, I usually don't just like publicly attack people, but uh, KMIL nine one one zero. I don't like you. Yeah, I don't, I don't like you. KMLL nine zero one zero. I I think that we just started off on the wrong foot, and I think if you really got to know me, that that we'd have a lot more in common than you think. I completely agree, and I think the same thing. I don't think there's many people that would like meet you and just not like you because you're a very likable person. So I think it's just I specifically don't like you for um judging this character and obviously i judge characters all the time and i do a lot of shitty things but you know what uh uh yeah this is the hill i'm dying on <laughs> so the best way to keep up with everything horror soup and night shift video are to follow the instagram at horror soup and at night shift video that's n-i-t-e-s-h-i-f-t-v-i-d-e-o and follow uh my twitter at horror soup sucks follow our letterbox movie reviews at horror soup caleb and at night shift video send any inquiries to horrorsoupyahoo.com and uh follow our youtubes if you want to see whenever we end up posting stuff horror soup night shift video and follow my tiktok because i do post a fair amount of podcast updates there i'm trying to use it more it's at horror soup and thank you to tom aka the mutant members only club and ross lee for making the music that you are hearing on this episode anything james bye rubs up baby rubs up give me horror soup give me give me horror soup give it give it horror soup horror soup would you like some bread i'll do you a slice with a pinch of salt it'll taste really nice you've done really well because this stuff tastes just like hell swallow it down it'll fill up a hole stick out your tongue and look out your bowl we're having a bite with creatures of the night grubs up baby grubs up give me horror soup give me give me horror soup give it give it grubs up baby grubs up Give me horror soup, give me, give me horror soup, give it, give it horror soup, horror soup. Horror soup will keep you well fed, its gorgeous smell could wake the dead. Vegetable is just forgettable, if your energy's low you know what to do. Simply double on down some of the spooky stew. Let me be your Sweeney Todd, your private chef. I'll be your just dessert. You can even drink it from a cup. I'll do the washing up. I'll do the washing up. I'm getting full. My belly's gonna Give me horror soup, give it, give it, give it horror soup, give it, give it horror soup. Horror soup. He can't even look after himself.